Hi, everybody. This is Huey Lewis, live from Mirage. And whenever I'm near New York City, I tune my rent-a-car radio to live from the barrage. Friday night and we're in fucking Queens. Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program? Live in Garage. I can't do it. I can't do a radio show. Will you please play the old sports song? My goal in life is to like break out of prison and open for Van Halen. There's a fridge full of this Welch's grape soda if anybody wants them. When I'm not picking on my gut, I'm listening to that's Midwest fucking Europe, I don't give a fuck. Get the fuck out. This is my show. I said O R I A M. That's my name from the other end. Hey, everybody, this is Killing a Neutron. No, you just suck on it. Fuck the audience. The What's your favorite show? radio station? I from the garage. Look at the cycle logs into this shit. Don't drink Seagram's Escapes. One pound It's gonna ever keep me down. Live from the barrage. I saw the Grateful Dead twice. You are listening to Live from the Barrage. For some reason, this reminds me of when Slim Goodbody came to my school. You are full of shit. Let me do my show, for Christ's sake. I have a great story. It makes sense to me. <laughs> What's wrong with you, baby? John Hulan, fuck you. Uh, it's not very nice. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Live from the Barrage. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for joining us this uh, beautiful Friday evening as we are here every Friday right here at 8 p.m. Eastern on Radio Nope. Hi, Brian. How are you? Hey, John. I'm breaking even. Yourself? <laughs> That's like a real, is that your new radio uh, catchphrase? I'm breaking even. Breaking Bra- even. Brian, breaking even with Brian Musica. <laughs> I'm off on Fridays. <laughs> Thanks for coming in, Brian. Appreciate it. Uh, Thanks for having me. Yeah, we got a big show. Patrick is in Chicago for a wedding. He will not be joining us, but the your regular cast of characters will be here. It's, it's just right now, it's just me and Brian waiting on Ryan, and of course, Tommy, who's always late, and Mario, who's late by design. So there we go. Uh, thanks for joining us live from the Barrage Radio. Nope. Call in 718-577-2716. We'll be doing a lot of stuff today. We're going to talk to a great man, a great renaissance man, almost the jack of all trades, uh, the great Dave Hill. He's uh, he's been the band Cobra Verde. He's written books. He writes articles. He's a comedian. He's a musician. He's uh, he's everything. He's everything. You it put is... a broom in his ass, he'll sweep the joint up. <laughs> I don't know that for a fact. We could ask him. <laughs> but uh, he's in a great band called Valley Lodge. Right. And they have, uh, I think they're about to go into the studio. They have two albums, three albums out already. We'll talk to him more about that. Right. But uh, they're they're getting active again. They rock. We'll play some of their songs. In yes, I have all that stuff. I have, I have, I have some more stuff too. Maybe a little surprises. But we thank Dave for calling in. Dave was supposed to come in, but he's feeling a little under the weather. So uh, we thank him for being a trooper and calling in at nine p.m. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in spite of his, uh, his him not feeling well. So if you're listening, Dave, thank you for that. Appreciate it. Yeah, and I, I'm not even kidding about this. He he was partying with King Diamond this week. <laughs> no, I saw, you know, I'm kidding. Facebook friends with him and a couple other people, him and, and a few other people were posting pictures of the King Diamond show. Yeah, but he was backstage. He was with them. And uh, you know who he was partying with today? Do not. Mary Lou Hanna. Oh, yeah. I want to ask him about that. Yeah. yeah. Mm, she no. Apparently, she has her own show. I, I, I don't know about that. I'm learning about this. She has her own show, too. A radio show. Yeah. Syndicated. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I was I was looking. I was reading about it. Is it all things Johnny Dangerously? I don't know. That's all I read about. It. That's, that's <laughs> what I wanted. That's what that would be great. Uh, yeah, I tried to read about it, but then I was image searching uh, pictures of Mary Lou Hanna. Oh I got God! Distracted. How could you not? 
I had such a crush on Mary Lou. Oh Lohanna. my God, who doesn't? My God. Yeah, poor Dave. That's probably why Dave is in today. He's <laughs> take care of himself after hanging with her. She, all she day. broke him. Yeesh. She was singing on top of that piano and Johnny Dangerously. Woo. My God. That's a, she's all woman. <laughs> oh, and then some. <laughs> she's all woman, boy. <laughs> but hey. and and a great radio host, L- yes. at least notably a good looking. I'm going to listen to that. I'm going to listen to that Mary Lou Hannah radio we show and see shall. what the hell's going we'll, on. We'll ask Dave the story with that, I'm sure. Well, I mean, we don't want to pitch her show, but we'll we'll find out what her show's about. We do. Hey, you know, I don't care. We listen to whatever the hell you want. I don't give a shit. And hopefully we won't talk about the same things that she talked to Dave about. Dave, Dave. Well, we probably will. Who cares? It's a different audience. I didn't get to listen. Different audience. I don't think anyone who's listening to our show listened to Mary Lou Hannah's show this morning. Yeah, we don't know it's, that. It's not impossible, but I doubt it. <laughs> Dave, if you're listening right now, uh, you're still welcome to join us. Should you realize how awesome our show is now that you heard it on air, you're more than welcome just to push that Uber button and come on in. Yeah. <laughs> Other way, uh, otherwise, yeah. We'll, we'll, push the we'll, Uber. We'll be psyched to talk to you if you call in. Uh, what was I going to tell you? Oh, the King Diamond. Did you ever see that King Diamond uh, interview? What is he on? Like, uh, what's the guy's name? Come on, Joe Franklin. <laughs> anyway, oh no, he was not on Joe. Was he on Joe Franklin? Yeah, it was great. <laughs> King Diamond ruled that on Joe Franklin. It was really uh, hi, Joe. Fun. I think it was. I'm pretty sure it was Joe Franklin. God, my memory like shot. King D. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, 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 surprisingly um, intelligent man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think he's Danish. I think so. Yeah, we'll find Who out. Dave, well, Dave knows him. We'll find out. Does he? I believe so. I think Dave's way into like uh, black and Norwegian metal well, stuff like that. He's when I ask him about that stuff. He's into all things rock. Right. So he, he knows it across the board. I see. Very good, Ryan Collison, just walking in, joining us, handing yeah. out pieces of paper. Hi, Ryan. How are you? Good. You look. You? You're wearing a pair of glasses. You look very uh, studious. Thank you. I feel studious. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> Ryan and Brian. How are you, Ryan? I'm really good. Really good. I'm very excited. I started watching this uh, show called Fargo. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> you never watched it, it before? We well, were talking about it last week. I started binge-watching it on, and by binge-watching, I mean like watch an episode and a half and fall asleep. Right. But I started doing that on Tuesday, I guess. So I'm almost caught up now. It's it's brilliant. You, you watched the first season? I saw some of it. I liked that a lot, too. I just never went back to it. Right, right. But uh, Yeah, it's great. I'm having a great time with this. It's. Uh, I feel that it's on par with Breaking Bad. That's how good I think the show is. I really got to agree with that. Man, I can't and get I re- it. And, and the can't cast. get into it? No, no, I can't get it because I don't have, what's it, it's on FX? Um, yes. But... That's true, yes. Yeah. Well, you can watch it on Hulu. Yeah, I guess I could. But you have to get the Hulu Plus. Yeah, right? I'll give you my uh, Verizon password or something. <laughs> yeah, shit. that's how I roll. I can, yeah. I'll, I'll, get, trade you, I'll trade you yeah. my HBO. <sighs> Probably. Wait a minute! I have Verizon. You get Hulu free with uh, Verizon. No, but you, it's one of those things. You type in your cable provider information, and then you get the show. Okay. Yeah, and then there's like one commercial, uh, a thirty second commercial every ten minutes instead of like a thousand fucking commercials. I hate watching it at home. It I'm, ha- me I'm nuts. actually having a problem. I don't have a DVR. Com- that's the biggest problem I'm having with it is that uh, I'm watching it on uh, uh, not DVR but uh, on demand. And, no, uh, Garth, don't worry. We won't spoil anything for you. And uh, they'll show. A good stretch, maybe about 20 minutes or so, commercial free. And then oh. they show one scene, and then it's like five commercials. Right. One scene, another five commercials. <laughs> yeah. And the it commercials goes- really like take you out of the show. <laughs> that's a show that's like kind of, kind of like sucks you in and it's, you feel like you're into, into the atmosphere of it. Mm-hmm. And then there's a commercial like diapers or something. I want to kill myself. Right. We were talking about it last week. It sounds like it's, it's got the same exact vibe as the movie. 
as far as like the pacing and the characters and the language. It, it kind of does, right. and there's, uh, the details are fantastic. It's oh funny. my god, I'm watching the show, and I go, "This show must have cost a fucking fortune." Because yeah. everything is, you know, it's a period piece. Right. It's uh, what, seventy nine or eighty? Right. It's it takes place around that time, and it's everything. It's the exact and, last detail. Right. And there'll, there's a scene where they'll be on the road, and I swear to God, like 150 feet away, you'll see a car drive by, and it'll be uh, it'll be a seventy seven Buick or something like. Yeah, that. Yeah, I mean everything, even the little signs on gas stations and around the town. Every little thing mm-hmm. is taken care of. It's it's really wonderfully done. Yeah. Uh, good job, Fargo. Good job. You made yeah. nice. You made nice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I can't uh, recommend the show enough. Thank you, Fargo. Oh. Hey, Ryan. Yes. Do you care for uh, Guinness in the can? No, <laughs> I hate Guinness. Thank you. <laughs> he does. It's got a widget. I hate it. Oh, Ryan's oh. been to the Guinness factory. Is they, that right? And they told me there that if this is the freshest Guinness you'll ever have, and it's it's best when it's uh, freshest, and if you don't like it now, you never will. I thought it was disgusting. Really? Sorry. Was it warm? I'm a big fan. Yeah, it was warm. That didn't. I don't have a problem with that, though. I'll right. drink warm beer. Oh, yeah? I, yeah. I can't. I, everything's got to be ice cold for me. Everything. Yeah, that's that's okay. I mean, it's, it, it didn't have to do with that. It's just uh, the, I don't like the flavor. Fair enough. Yeah, right. it, it tastes like somebody mixed up on beer in an ashtray. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I think, it's not for me. Okay. I, I apologize. I, think, I, I, I really caught a lot of scrutiny because of that. I apologize before, to us but, for not liking something. Yeah, well, uh, I, I am sorry. You know, I know. <laughs> well, I will drink all the Guinness. That's then. how I feel. Guess what? I will have all the Guinness. Did you? Uh, that has the widget in it, right, Brian? You pour it into a pint glass there? Yeah, it's got You want to hear it? Yeah. There it is. There's the widget. It's a little CO two canister in there that explodes or something. Makes it creamy. Just (laughs) like just like tonight's show. It blows off in your hands. (laughs) Hey, I bought a bag of ice. Oh, thank you. To keep your beer extra cold, that's outside. I bought two bags of ice today to make sure all the beer was cold. Because, you know, Brian's bringing so much beer that I've been been lousy in beer. All this leftover beer, it's great. I don't want to let the cat out of the bag. Is that a bad thing? (laughs) It's great. It's the best thing ever. Are you kidding me? Did you drink all the Bud Lights? I'm not going for the show pun here, but- uh, No, I didn't. That that were left over from the party? No. uh, Party? Yeah, I left my cooler with all the beer out there. I don't. I oh, it must be gone. By no, now, I think the Bud Lights are still in the bottom of that. They, it's funny. They just. Oh no, that cooler was empty there. a long time ago. Wait, yeah, guys, oh, okay. what, you can take that home with you if you want. Excuse me. What, Rather what, leave it here. What party? <laughs> oh, there was we the one you the, were invited to. It didn't show up. <laughs> oh, oh the, no, the one at the racetrack. The racetrack. No, I couldn't actually. Couldn't do that. I'll be there. I'll be there. I was invited. I apologize. I think we're going to leave you out. You're one of us. Don't tell music off. We'll party. How is the, uh, I wonder how uh, Kazuga's doing. Kazuga announced on Facebook that he's quitting drinking, and I I don't know. Well, we support that. We have another. Yeah, of course we do. But then then I feel like, you know, if you're one of those people that announces that you're quitting drinking, then you continue to drink, and now you're afraid to post on Facebook anymore because you think someone's going to ask you about it. Well, it's not well, easy. Well, I'm to... the guy who's going to ask you about it. Well, <laughs> it's not easy to quit. I support you, Chris. You quit when you want to. No, it's not the point. Yeah. Of course, it's not easy. I'm just saying that when you announce something and then go back on it, are you afraid to like even go near the computer anymore? You're afraid to like you know. Does Chris like to fight when he's drunk? Like, what's the story? Is he is he a violent drunk? Chris Kazugas? Kazugas? Yeah. Have you ever met the guy? Oh, yeah, he, he, he threatened me a couple of times <laughs> last time he was here. We he partied. punched me right in the cock. Grabbed me by the <laughs> collar. <laughs> we partied at the El- he and I. We drank at the elbow room a lot. Yeah. And, He's the uh, sweetest guy ever. No, he does get a little. Yeah. I blacked out. Bl- blasted. But, hey, <laughs> don't we all? So. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I don't know. That, that's my that's my hunch though. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Tuna Montgomery King, also off the booze, drinking a La Croix as we speak. He makes no guarantees, but he is currently off booze. Good job, Tuna. There you go. That's good. Oh, okay. 
I'm getting some show notes on the side. Sorry. <laughs> Our producer just ran in. <laughs> I have to cross out 10 of my questions. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> we got a note from our guest that, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for telling me now, Dave, if you're listening. Oh, my God. Right, everything almost will be threw, fine. Almost well, through your ass. We, we can do it. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I didn't mention that at all yet. So there you go. Well, don't. I won't. If, 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 he, if he wants to, he should. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. They owe it all to me. Why is that, Tuna? Is it, is it because everyone's listening to the show and hearing us getting drunk and then... It just it, am I turning everyone into like uh, raging alcoholics? So we have problems. Well, what context? Oh, oh, it all like, the, oh, oh, the al- the alcoholism. <laughs> I don't know. The chat box, box is like an AA meeting. <laughs> well, well, wait, that's not funny because one of our friends on the chat box is recovering. There's plenty of them are. So yeah, so I'm not. We, I'm we, serious. We support, we support him. Well, why would you uh, assume me saying that was would not be uh, supportive? I don't know. Uh, was it meant as an You attack? have a, a weird view of me, Brian Musicoff. You really <laughs> do, do not. I adore. It's I adore a fucking the comedy show. Thank you, everybody. Right. Everyone, every, yeah. no one drank, okay? Yeah. Tuna, Thank you. Uh, t- and it. Tuna, I owe, we owe everything to you for the portraits. The portraits are great. Oh, yeah. Tuna made these, uh, you know, these. So good. Hereoflove.com. You can see Tuna's drawings on there. He's, he draws all sorts of rock stars. And in, in for a small fee, Drew us as well. Yeah. Oh, Thank you know, you. I completely forgot about his mini comic. He put one out of all. He, he has a collection of all the portraits, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, it's like a zine. Yeah, tuna. I'll buy one. I'll I'll find the link and I'll, I'll get one. Right, Garth. Uh, Twelve years with no drinking. That's that, yeah, that's good, applause worthy. Good, good right for there. you, Garth. Actually, one day is applause worthy too. But twelve yeah. years—that's something else, man. Yeah. Nice job. So, what what do you what do you supplement it with? Uh, Seltzer. J Owing. <laughs> Weed. Well, all my friends are big. Uh, are big. You know, now fizzing. Coffee. Now fizzing. <laughs> now fizzing. The now, the now fizzing group is all recovered, <laughs> recovering. Uh, Tuna Montgomery King has a YouTube channel, and you should go look at it. I forget what it's called. It's called Hello, Mr. King, or I forget what the channel's called. But he has a uh, these great Lacroix uh, review videos where he recruit, or or not just Lacroix, but any uh, kind of fizzy drink and. Uh, this uh, Japanese doctor oh, so will good. review him, review the drink. <laughs> right. <laughs> Tuna, could you post that link on, on the chat so we can see it? <laughs> I can't get to it. I love Tuna's videos. I can't get enough of that yeah, guy. Really, really funny. Yeah. Except when he's yelling at me about Harvey Danger. <laughs> I posted this article I told you last week yeah, about Harvey Danger, uh-huh. and I didn't say whether I liked the band or whatever, and he just went nuts. I think we talked about this well, already. What was, he, was he in defense of? Or, he or was, uh, maybe this is why he quit drinking. Because <laughs> he went he went nuts on me for no reason. I wasn't drinking so at the time, so I thought it was extra nuts, you know? Maybe if I was half in the bag, it would all seem normal to me. I don't know. <laughs> what do you mean he went nuts on you? Like just uh, the reverend you know, like thought a the gentleman, or was he waving his no, arms no, in no, the he, air? He thought the article was silly, I guess, and he just like took it uh, took it to another level. Oh, okay. That's true. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to quit anything. I quit smoking. It was impossible. How'd you do that? Uh, you have to really want to, number one. Yeah, and that's the took, worst. And even then. Multiple, mul- I'm going, yeah, I'm about 12 years, no smokes. <clears throat> but you have to really want to, and you have to quit a few times. So you quit and start again, and right. finally you could do it. And then when I was ready, I just quit cold turkey. You have to really want to. Now, now fizzles. Oh, here you go. Tuna posted the link. Philip Nakamura. Philip Nakamura. Yeah. That's just the intro. <laughs> Video just for the intro. I think Mr. King enjoys playing with these, uh, playing with his computer there. Uh oh. I hate Uh-oh. this new YouTube thing where it just goes to the next video automatically. It's really bad for my show. I don't know how to stop that. You gotta watch it. I gotta hit, wait for it to load and hit pause. It's nonsense. 
Pause for the call. You got to turn your computer off. Turn it back on now. <laughs> then the show will be turned off. <laughs> They're already turned Dummy. off. Dummy. That's why they quit drinking. Yeah, hey, there's Kasuga. He's on the chat. See, look at this shit. What is now, it? Now it's like a picture of Mr. King's vacation. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. And there should be all the now fizzing videos should be there. And it, it related, and they're not. It's just the intro. I have to go. You know, the intro is really damn good too. Oh, oh, I hate the computer. Let's hear the intro. We just did. Oh, it was quick. Jesus. Oh, <laughs> I, thought that, I thought you were doing that. That's Ryan. Oh, that's Bill Clinton. What's that doing there? That's <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's pictures on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. It's when uh, Bill, Bill Clinton calls live from the garage. Okay. And is also on his channel. You know? <laughs> Tech support. Where's Cohen? Try this. Maybe this will work. <clears throat> pictures of tangerines. Now With Dr. Philip Yeah. I shouldn't assume he was Japanese. Sorry. Hello. I'm Dr. Philip Nakamura. Behold the tangerine. According to the internet, the tangerine is an orange-colored citrus fruit. Bullsh**, mother. The tangerine is an orange-colored citrus fruit, closely related to, or possibly a type of, the mandarin orange. LaCroix's brand new tangerine flavor is a welcome addition to their sparkling delights. The tangerine flavor is a bit sharper and more tart than its cousin, the orange flavor. With this release, LaCroix has really honed in on an accurate and distinct and somewhat complex tangerine flavor. We give it four stars. There you go, four stars for LaCroix. LaCroix, LaCroix I can't do it. LaCroix tangerine. From Dr. Philip Nakamura. Yeah. That, that has been now fizzing. I'm interested, Mr. King, if you're on the chat box and if you're listening, um, why, <laughs> Jill's saying, am I drunk? What's happening? Why um, you seem to be using your left hand to move the box around and also pour the drink. Are you like uh, doing some kind of production or a camera work with the right hand? Just uh, curious. I always notice when people use their left hand for stuff. Maybe he's a lefty. Yeah, it doesn't. Right, it looks. Yeah, it looked a little awkward. The poor looked a little awkward. The other hand's holding the camera. Maybe it's not tabletop. Holding a mic. I don't know. He's holding Could, a light. Maybe he's. A, might be a reverse shot. Maybe, oh wait, the letters aren't backwards. Hold, Couldn't be. Holding maybe his, he's hmm. grabbing his wife's tukas. I don't know. He's doing <laughs> I was gonna say hand. You, all right, I don't want up. <laughs> Tuna says he didn't notice. All right, hmm. Everyone is into these fizzy beverages. I don't yeah, get it. I do. That's what I drink at home. It's, really? That's, I, unless I have company, I really don't drink at home. So I buy boxes and boxes of uh, like of any seltzer variety. My favorites: Adirondack, lemon, mm-hmm. lemon lime, and that's all I drink at home. I tried. I, I've tried to buy. I bought multiple cases because I wanted to lose weight. Yeah. I figured you know let's cut the sugary drinks out. You know, right. which is always a good idea. And I bought a case of uh, I don't know lemon lime Schweppes. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Schweppes. <clears throat> it's water with bubbles. Schweppes. Yeah, and but water. like I, it doesn't. I, I'm not digging the taste of it. I can't get into it. I ne- I look at the box and I have it in my locker and I never desire one. 
Can I get a little secret? You can yes. put a, uh, if you're drinking home, put a splash of juice in it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, just like oh, a splash a of cranberry, idea. splash of orange. It's more palatable. But I like it because it doesn't taste like anything. That's it's a, a hint idea. of flavor. So why not just drink water? Because I do. It's something different. It's carbonated. It feels like you're cracking a can, you're drinking a, a beverage. Maybe. And the bubbles are good for you. I get that. I, I, I thought psychologically I would be on board with all of that, but I, I, I don't desire one of those. That's they fair. sit in my fridge and I stare at it and go, no. Nope. Okay. I'll have a regular glass of water or whatever kind of juice is in there. I'll, I'll like water it down. Do your kids dig them? No, my kids hate it. Yeah. As a kid, <laughs> as a kid my parents always had salt. Right. It's like, hey, kid, you want a club kids. soda? Yeah, right, yeah right. sure. Pour me, yeah, pour me one up, you jerk. I don't know about you. Growing up, it was always a bottle of tonic water in the back corner of the fridge somehow. Oh, that, yeah. That oh. yellow bottle of Canada Dry. Well, that, that, and it never got touched. I drank yeah, it once. I know exactly what you're talking about. It has like a styrofoam wrapper around the bottle. It's like a little exactly. squat bottle. Yeah. Right. Because back then everything was glass. Yeah, it was glass and it had like a styrofoam uh, wrapping. Right. Some insulation. Well, it was, it was a mixer. Your parents would drink vodka tonics or whatever. That's probably why it was there or for company. It's Well, that was the thing. in the se- I guess in the 70s, maybe even the early 80s. Uh, every they were the big thing was thrown parties, and I think they were always just ready to have one, but it kind of just didn't always uh, come that way. Were so. they all Ryan? Bring the tonic, <laughs> Tuna Montgomery King. Ryan, bring the tonic. It is not like drinking a beer. I I'm drinking a beer right now, and it's not it's nothing like. You <laughs> crack the can, you put the can to your mouth. It has a lip. That do you, you think? Are you guys so weak minded that you have to trick your mind into believing you're drinking a beer? <laughs> I might. I might. It's insane. Not big guy. Replace it with something interesting. It's hard to find. I that. like seltzer for what it is, though. I don't think it's a beer. There's no widget. There's no widget. Well, you two, what about you guys? All think it's a beer. What about? Uh, and I've seen people do this. They drink non-alcoholic beer just to uh, kind of... Uh, oh, yeah. No, I get it. I, I get it, but at the same time... Did you guys hear that? What's the point? Yes. Thank you. That's satisfying. That's, that's a widget. Satisfying. Nice. You got to tilt the glass, don't you? Oh, no. That's uh, Guinness. You don't do that. That's just real beer. Mm-hmm. You tilt the glass for seltzer, though. But what I do is I pour it into a 16-ounce... I pour a 12-ounce can into a 16-ounce pint, and this way you don't have to just dump it right in. Right. Right. So you don't have to worry about it overflowing. Good Good idea. Yeah. Yeah. I had some Guinness glasses around here, and now I can't find them when Brian asked me for them. It's pissing me off. So now, sorry, Brian, you have to drink out of my Local 30 Operating Engineers pint glass. (laughs) God, all right, I'll take it. I don't know if you saw on the now fizzing board, I figured out a trick. I learned my Now fizzing! I put a pint of seltzer on top of one of my desktop speakers, and it regenerates the fizz. What? I think it was Eric B. and Rocky. It was some hip-hop record playing. No. And, oh, yeah. It was great. You, it, I took it, a video. Wait, and this is, and, and you listen to Eric B. and Rakim? This is getting even better. I like this. Who doesn't? <laughs> so I could probably name a, at least three dozen people. I'm sure I don't. Well, but. I'm a big fan. But this is about the seltzer. If you put a pint of seltzer on top of one of your speakers, it'll carbonate. Wow. Well, for me, it did. Amazing. Right. At volume, if you could play loud in your Yeah. House. So what you should do is next time you guys play a show, try it on the bass amp. I want to I want to report back. It'll rumble off. It won't. It won't even. Oh, you just play, I, I you play so mind. you rock so hard so that it rumbles right off. I won a trophy last night. I rock so hard. I saw that picture of you guys uh, went with the, your rock trophy. Yeah, <laughs> you won rock. It's a, it's a major award. <laughs> we stole that off the wall. We got we got yelled at for that. Too. Did you? <laughs> I was wondering whether you asked permission or you uh, you stole the trophy no. from the bar wall. No, that's what Woody's friend owns that bar. No, we don't ask. Really? Him. Yeah. Woody's friend. Yeah. It's in Hoboken? Yeah. What's the name of the bar? Uh, oh, if I could talk about it, sure. Um, Why can't you? I don't know. Cause they, didn't, they didn't pay me nothing. Um, it's DC's Tavern in Hoboken, mm-hmm. 505 8th Street, owned by 
comedian and musician Bill Dolan, who I'd like to get on this show sometime. I'll ask him about that. He's hilarious, and he's he knows Woody really well. Mm. So that's a great. I one. always like to meet people who know Woody outside of us. Yeah, because I wanted to get their impression of Woody. Like, what's his deal? Because Woody's kind of an, an an enigma. An enigma, but in real life, he's, in real life, he's he's a okay. I vouch. Yeah. I vouch. Who Woody? Yeah, I've met Woody a million times in real life. For those who haven't, he is the best. He's a great guy. But I like to know what other people's perceptions of because I think he's a little secretive, you know, about his life. Yeah, you know, in a way, I've started to talk like him online. I've somehow just our whole audience is talking like Woody. I've adapted his online persona, and I didn't even want to. We all have. <laughs> God, how the fuck did this happen? I know. I become there's a, there's no reason to be on Facebook unless you're just imitating Woody. Goddamn infectious McDermott's <laughs> the best. It fucking hasn't been spelled with C K in a long time. Yeah. Who? The word fucking. Oh yeah. It's like <laughs> two G's. Fuckings. Well, I got that from that was a Norman Mailer thing. What was that a uh, World War One book he wrote? Right. Maybe it was World War II. I don't <laughs> and Joel chimes in, bro, with the sun. The sun. <laughs> the sun O brackets. Yeah. Uh, brackets. Yeah. yeah. That's all Woody's. And, uh, <laughs> uh, you know. He's all communicating in caps now. Unnecessary pluralization and everything yep. like that. It's great. Screaming at me in caps. Italian slang words. Mm-hmm. He's, he's from the whole package. He's from Long Island, right? No, he's uh, from New Rochelle. Oh, he's from Yankees. Makes even more Yon- sense Yonkers now, in New Rochelle. Right? New Rochelle. New Rochelle. You'll right. get very upset if you say he's from Long Island hmm. or Yonkers. Uh, no, no, I honestly didn't know. <laughs> Don't bring up uh, Mount Vernon either. <laughs> Mount Vernon's? Yeah. You mean money earning? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tree on the chat box saying, feel free to listen to an old episode or two of the show you're on. <laughs> Thanks, Trey. <laughs> We've had Woody in here. You didn't know that, Brian? Of course, times. I knew it. Oh, okay. yeah. It's only been about three and a half years. Ryan, since he I came think, in, was but... speaking uh, to the audience, not to to, not to, to everybody. Us. To yeah. I'm speaking to to the ether to everybody. <laughs> now he lives in Park Slopes. He lives down the block from Guy Prosciutto. And he's Guy also <laughs> yeah, from He's also working his ass off. I think he has a couple of jobs. He's doing school, raising a kid, yeah. holding down the house. He's doing. You know, Wah. I don't. <laughs> I live like a goddamn imbecile. Do you? He's doing. He's, what is your deal, he's doing Brian? Great. You have My a girlfriend. Deal? Do I have a, well, I'm not talking about that over air. I'm not Come lonely. On. What, I'm are you, not, then what are you doing no. here? I'm not lonely. I'm off on Fridays. Oh, okay, so you're you're a bachelor. I'd rather be here. You're swinging bachelor. Yeah, I'm doing. I'm, take us take us through your day. What's your average? I'm day smiling. Like? Well, what time do you wake up? Me, six thirty. <laughs> I don't. John, yeah. what time do you wake up? Um, depends on what day, because I work overnight. Sometimes. Okay, fair enough. What, what t- what's the what's uh, the latest you get home from work? Like back back walk through your front door home me? from work. Nine yes. o'clock in the morning. Oh, okay, you got me beat. Um, so let's say you go to bed at noon, and you probably sleep till seven. No, I go to bed as soon as I get home, and I sleep till like four o'clock, and I work. But I okay, wake up. but and that's a that's only one night a week. The rest of the time, I get up. Uh, I work. Uh, you know, if I get home at midnight or something like that, which it, isn't too bad. And then I. I still, by the time I wake up, it's great because, I mean, you know, my wife's going to kill me for saying this, but everyone's out of the house. My wife's at work. The kids are at school. Okay. So there's no real, no reason for me to get up. I stay in bed as long as possible. I get up and I uh, clean the entire house, do the laundry and all that shit. That's right. You're a laundry king. Oh, my God. The fucking laundry never stops. Forget it. There's tuna king and there's laundry king. You are laundry king. Yeah. Why? What are you? What are you saying? You get you're a bartender, so you get home at four in the morning, five in the morning. Right, and I do. I'm a big fan of laundry too, but I have to go to <laughs> I have to go to a laundromat. And those people who follow me on Twitter and stuff know that I have a segment called Laundry Wars. Uh, is that right? It is hell on earth, but I do it. I I bought enough clothing where I only have to do it once a month. Oh, okay. So once a month, I'll do a massive, massive duffel bag, like not duffel bag, a massive, massive laundry bag, laundry bag. 
back when I had money and I was working construction and uh, like I didn't really have any kids or anything to pay for, mm-hmm. I used to drop my laundry off. You ever do that? No, because I, I don't want anyone once. to. Dude, <laughs> it's the fucking best yeah, thing but, that my, ever. My, Guess my, what? It cost $70. No, right? yeah, it's like 20 bucks to took, do all your laundry. It cost us $70. It was, well, that's you. I don't know where you're well, going. It was yeah. wintertime, all sorts of sweaters and everything. Well, so there, my, so. my drawers are my own business. You I get your laundry do. back. It's like, uh, like say you had like 80 shirts. You could fucking fit it in your wallet, in your back pocket. Yeah, they pack them real tight. Oh, my God. It's beautiful. This Irish guy worked with turned me on to it. I was like, hell yeah, pimp. For 20 bucks, I was making all this money. For 20 bucks, I would do it. The only problem is Erica would never go for that. She doesn't doesn't want anybody touching her uh, unmentionables. (laughs) Unmentionables. She was completely (laughs) understood. It's a little bit also, I I love my- negligees. I didn't give a shit. I'm like, here, watch my dirty underwear. Get out of here. It's perfect. (laughs) I am so- it's your problem now. I get my underwear back full. Yeah, right. (laughs) Agreed, agreed. It's your problem now. But also, I'm so into my t-shirt collection. I'm so adamantly into it. I don't want anyone touching my T-shirts. Really? And like fucking up and oh, you know, you can't bleach it. Accidentally bleach the black T-shirt. No way. I don't give a shit. You can't ruin my life from the bronze T-shirt. I'll kill you. Oh, I hope you my know? mighty high T-shirt doesn't get bleach on. <laughs> right. Uh, what's your favorite rock T-shirt that you own, Mister T-shirt guy? I can't pick a favorite. That can you pick a favorite child? You yeah, shouldn't do no, absolutely. no, no. Don't do no, that. No, but if I had two T-shirts, I could pick one. Let's see, what, what am I wearing? My right? kids are inside right now. Get them out here. Well, I'll listen, tell them both who my favorite is. There's a lot of factors that go into this, Brian. Like how it fits exactly. is huge. Exactly. How it feels, the, the material. And of course, this is the subject matter. What band is on the front? Okay, well, listen. I forgot what T-shirt I'm wearing underneath. I'm wearing a long sleeve T-shirt, and I'm wearing a T-shirt T-shirt under it. And I forgot what T-shirt I'm wearing. But I know mm. it's a black shirt, because I'm wearing a black long sleeve. So, Ryan, I'm going to lift it up. If I had to guess, I'm going to say it's ACDC. Because that's what was on top of my laundry. What? All right, go ahead. <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh, Menudo. <laughs> Van Halen. Van Halen. Oh, is it my nineteen? Is it my nineteen eighty one? No, it, yes, yeah, nineteen eighty invasion. Van Halen. Yeah, t-shirt. oh yeah. Th- this is one of my favorite T-shirts. <laughs> I always wear my favorite T-shirt on Barrage. Now, do you? Do yeah. you seek out? And they don't stink like smoke when you get home. They do, but I do laundry once a month. <laughs> do, you, do you collect vintage uh, concert T-shirts? Once a month. From I do laundry every 70s, day. 80s? No, but I try to collect mine as long. Yeah, a quick story about this. My sister, who's 10 years younger than me, had asked me once I was off to college. She asked me if she can go into my drawer back when I still had a room at my parents' house. She asked me if she can go through and take all my old like rock T-shirts and all my old skate T-shirts. And I'm like, no, no, no. And she's like, yeah, what's that one? I want your seven seconds T-shirt. Yeah, so what, 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 Neil's cock. Sorry, somebody in the chat box. What, what do you want this for? So I told her, you know, if you could name me one song or one record, it's yours. And she's like, no, we cut it up. We put beads on it. I'm like, you are not oh, no, insulting my, 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 my life history by doing something. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm really protective of T-shirts. Thanks, sis. By the way, I'm Brad going to... Weis- Brad Weissenberger in the chat box saying uh, he's reminded that everyone dresses like fucking slobs these days. I tuck. I was tucked in at your show. Do you notice that? You tuck your T-shirts in? Uh, no, I tuck... I tuck a, if I'm wearing a, a flannel or a button down, I will always tuck now. Really? Why? I, I just feel nicer about I feel sexier that way. Oh, no way. I'm totally not tucking nothing. No way. Out. Tuck. Out with the tuck. Unless tuck I'm wearing this. a suit. Yeah, but I won't, tuck this. It, right. If it's a summer, I won't tuck a t-shirt. No. Yeah. <laughs> go tuck yourself. No. <laughs> right. So everyone uh, go out and dress like Brad. Get a, get yourself an Under Armour t-shirt or something and uh, <laughs> put, a, put a polo over that. So. I'll tell you. I wear Under Armour. My folks live out in Arizona now. And when I go to Arizona, I wear wear all Under Armour because that stuff breathes. It doesn't collect any like sweat. You don't stick to it. Doesn't stick to you. It's a good shirt. Tuck your uh your your uh, button down shirt in. I do. 
You look like you're uh, a... I clean up nice, thank you. A construction inspector or something. You didn't see your jeans? Inspector. <laughs> you inspector. might as well wear a cell phone on your belt, like a Motorola inspector. fucking uh, one of those... <laughs> boop, boop. <laughs> Sky Pager. Now, how's the job going over there? I gotta go. I'm going to a rock show. I'll call you back. So I need 72 two-by-fours by tomorrow morning. I don't care what you say. I'm a big fan of the tuck. Me and Brad, tucking all day. I'll tuck you in, Brad. Would you tuck me in, Brad? I'll tuck Brad's, you in. Brad's a well-dressed dude. He's, you know... Brad's I, a handsome, listen, handsome motherfucker. I appreciate the people uh, try to try to uh, oh, know, no. look well. I- image loading from Kasuga. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, afraid, I'm afraid. Oh, no. It's R.E.M. He knows I hate R.E.M. Oh, God. No, that's okay. Brad's t-shirt. Oh, do you yeah. hate R.E.M.? Uh, I, well, okay. It's fair to say I don't like Michael Stipe's vocal stylings. Nothing against Michael Stipe. I don't like the way he sings. I like the music, but I really can't dig them. Right. Okay. Fair enough. I, don't, I won't tell you not to listen to him. And Jill's telling me to go tuck myself thanks jill oh go go tuck yourself because <laughs> i think jill likes jill jill is a really big proponent of the foo fighters they found out she is a huge fan yeah so she's defensive over them as tommy rockstar is defensive over gnr we're gonna have jill in here one day uh she wants to come in she's got a wheel of stories she does i saw and some of the we're stories. gonna spin the wheel and she will have to tell that story i'm not gonna reveal any of them but they're pretty good <laughs> <Yeah>. pretty good <laughs> I'm looking for a specific thing. I I hey, know. look at this. One of my favorite t-shirts on the chat right now when I blacked out. Hey, the tush. You know, if you need you need a tux, a suit for a wedding. bar mitzvah, a wedding, <laughs> special occasion, <laughs> night on the town. <laughs> look no further and just go tux yourself. I like how funny you thought Night of the Town Night on the Town was. <laughs> I just think it's it's such a walking thing to say. Like a, a throwback, a night on the town. Paint in the town, right. <laughs> yeah. It, Chris, thanks for posting that picture of me and my favorite silkworm t shirt. And Conan took that picture. That was great. <laughs> that was great. And look at he was wearing that funky uh rerun hat. If you could see that on the That's uh, back on in the his drink back in his drinking days. Yeah, look at that shirt. Where he cleaned up. Look at that shirt. That he's wearing. Those of you could look at the chat right now. See Kasuga's shirt. Yes, we we see it. Thank you. Brad, Brad's uh, posting in all caps a lot lately. Yeah, I, I don't can't. Know what's going on? With I him. can't unsee that shirt. Um, <laughs> wait, where's Brad? Go tuck yourself. Everybody say that. We already said that. I right? can see tucking in a solid color shirt in the right occasion. On the right occasion, says Arson Smith on the chat box. But as soon as it is printed rock shirt. On it, get the fuck out of here! Yeah, fuck out of here! I've never seen anyone talking our t-shirt like. Well, it's I've seen shirt. there's like there's unless a, you have like an American flag on it with like, you know, try burning this right. There's a, <laughs> yeah. Try there's, burning this, <laughs> this. There's a uh, there's a style that I've seen in the Brooklyn's. Oh, oh. A style I've seen in the Brooklyn's where if you're trying to show out your uh, your trucker belt buckle, if it's like a, if you have like a like a rhinestone uh, thing, you might want to. I've your thought of that before because I always wanted a really mint fucking belt buckle, and I know that no one's ever going to see Get it. Get out here, dig it. It'll dig into my beer belly. I don't. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> it hurts. And you know how many guitars I've ruined with a belt buckle? Yeah, not even a belt buckle. Just yeah. any 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 buckle. Yeah, the buckle and the oh, a lot of uh, you know what now guitars th- have belt buckle marks on the back. The yeah. whole Dan Smith thing is starting to make a lot of sense to me now. That's why he doesn't wear a belt. That's it. Well, he doesn't want to fuck up his strat. Or what yeah. you could do is you could move it to his sunburst. You could move it to <laughs> move move the notch. Move, not the notch. You could take move it down buckle. a notch. Yeah, move over to the loop that's on the side of your hip. This way, it's not facing forward. You could buckle it there, but then you look like a right. Stu not. <laughs> <laughs> Conan put a picture to the rerun dance. I it's love it. Rerun, very love good. it. That's, that's Kazuga's <laughs> <laughs> with the beret and everything. <laughs> Actually, probably 
Some people can get away with wearing a beret like that, like hey. rerunning kazookas. Hey, Ryan, you know what? No, ro- no Roger, no rerun. You ain't getting rent. That's my favorite T-shirt. No I have ro- a, I have a no Roger, no re- uh, no Roger, no rerun, no rent T-shirt. That's a good one. Yeah. I'll tell you what my favorite T-shirt is right now. What's that? Is uh, well, I have a couple. The uh, the ones that Andy Wubbles, Andy K made with the the poker T-shirts. They're very uh, comfortable and fit well, well fitting. Three to one dog and nitty kitty. The Mets, the Mets barrage ones are pretty damn hot. That's my favorite T-shirt of the month. Oh, I thought you meant they were like you were sweating. Mm, they're sexy hot. Yeah, and uh, my I love my burn permits T-shirt from uh, what's his name, <laughs> Tall Chris. You were wearing it at your show. Yeah, I was. Goody. I like that one too. Even though good band, the sweat does not. It doesn't absorb. It really wicks away the sweat, so it never evaporates. Weird, <laughs> strange, strange stuff. material shirt. Yeah, we not, were not great for rocking. And I brought an extra T-shirt like you should to every rock show, yeah. So you could change into it. And I left it on the fucking couch. And then I, when I came home today, I picked it up to, and said to the kids, "Whose T-shirt is this?" Oh, we learned it from you, Dad. It's like shit, it's mine. God oh. damn it! <laughs> I went to uh, parent-teacher meetings today at high school. Already? Yeah, yeah soon and uh, yeah, first wow. first marking period, my friend. How's it going? Honor roll? No. <laughs> well, your kids are how many years apart? Uh, like a year and a half. Oh, okay, they're two. pretty close in age, so they go to two, school Two together. years apart school-wise. <clears throat> are, they, uh, are they in the same school right now? No, my right. older son is a freshman in high school, and the other guy's in the middle school. Okay, so today was the high middle school. school. High, oh, high school. school. I did the middle school one already. I went to see one teacher. I was out of it. The high school's huge. It's enormous. It's like a giant prison. All right. It's great. And how, how was his uh, report? Uh, you know, he's got a, he's got a, well, yeah, I have a lot of notes. I go in there to take, I take a lot of notes, right? So the teacher to... talks to me. I go in there prepared. I'm like, I like to be prepared. I have the index cards. Right. Well, I write school. down all these things in every subject. And, uh. You have a can of beer in your pocket. I have a can of beer in my pocket. <laughs> you want to sit? It's getting warm, so I have to move quickly. Right. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I go to write these things down. I'm all prepared. I got all this paperwork. I have this report card. I have the index cards. I'm ready to write things down and come home with and tell him what he's got to do. Mm-hmm. I get into the first class, and the fucking pen doesn't work. I'm like, you fucking <laughs> kidding me? Now they know where he gets it from. Yeah, home. and I'm like, now I'm back. I feel like I'm back in high school. My pen doesn't work. I'm like, shit. So I go off to this kid, this little Asian kid who's working the door. There's a kid at every door signing signing you in yeah and there were really no lines at this one the last one was crazy timed it right <laughs> the, middle, the middle schooler is crazy line so people would sign up and go to the other teacher and then come back later and they would had they would have missed their turn and they go to the back of the line everyone was getting fucking pissed off but since i'm only seeing one teacher and me and this other guy sitting like that yeah that's right you have to sign back to, to the bottom oh, you know fuck God. you when snooze you, you lose oh god when you approach a table and you tell them your last name is the teacher like oh yes Houlihan. yeah no he's a good kid you know he's like he, he, doesn't, and- he doesn't give nobody no troubles right. so uh <laughs> i go to i go to the asian kid at the, i'm like hey man uh listen uh, i need to borrow i need to borrow your pen <laughs> and he's like oh really i'm like come on i swear to god when i come back i'll give it back and i'm like right back in high school borrowing a pen yep. i'm like I, I, I when as soon as i come out of the room i'll give it back to you he's like did you chew the cap all right fine you know so i borrow i had to every single class i went to i had to borrow a pen from the kid at the door so like six kids pens on them. and each one was different each one some of them I'm like sure go ahead and i borrowed a pen off the teacher once i'm like oh man it was all red. this is a nightmare and i'm like tr- i keep trying to, i'm like look my pen doesn't work it ran out of ink and i show him you know and he's like fine take the don't they have a bookstore there <laughs> yeah no i don't know the school is so huge you get lost just walking up and down right. so i go to myself i go uh you know those kids like 
who used to use the part. You're like, hey, man, can I borrow a pen? They'd have like seven pens and they wouldn't lend you one. And like, you're I such got a my dick. Pencil. I never get them back. You're such a dick, dude. You have like seven <laughs> pens. I have no pen. Well, I'm going to fail. Did he have the four in one pen where it's like red, yeah, black, green? Yeah, exactly. So, uh, but, then when, when the, but then when you were like pen rich and you had a lot of pens and someone asked mm. you, um, I'm always like, you know, screw this guy. Why, why doesn't he have a pen? Why isn't he right. prepared? Mm-hmm. Well, I, it I, works both ways. I, for a specific reason, I tell the girls not to lend out the pens in school because the only pens they're allowed to use at their age right now are the erasable pens, and they cost $2.50 each, wow, these things. They, they suck. They're so fucking expensive. They're horrible. I get it back before. It was, it was $9.99. Did they get better when no, we they, were No, and they run out of ink very quick. Yeah, and they too. skip. They skip. So, it's the second week of school, and they're telling me they have no pens. I'm like, you kidding? I, I, I spent $30 <laughs> on each one of you for pens. Eraser mate. Invisible ink. Yeah. Fuck out of here. Eraser mate. Eraser mate. Garbage. Eraser loose. Garbage. What's a good pen? Uh, Bic? I don't know. I love a quality pen. It's very of rare. Course. The astronaut pen is the best one, the one that writes upside down. I, uh, yeah. I have one when, of those. When, uh, when do you have to be upside down? I have one of those. The uh, well, ask Batman. Uh, the the not the ask the Bat guy in Chicago. Right. Uh, <laughs> what do they call those? I have one of those. At the upside, home. Why do we call them astronaut pens? They're silver. It's uh, something. A gravity like that. pen. It's or something. a space 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 uh, something pen. Right? NASA space jam. Yeah, you know, John, we have a problem at the bar where we always run out of pens. Where where. I had a situation the other day where I, I had no pens. Either we lost them, they ran out of ink, or people stole them, so someone couldn't so sign everybody off. Everybody giving out numbers like crazy at your so bar. Is there a lot of like hooking up going I, on? I there? don't know where they do what what they do or where they go, but we ran out of pens and someone couldn't sign off, and I had to eat a tip. <laughs> so oh, that's let a me true ask, story. Yeah. I what do you mean? To ask you it's just that he didn't. They couldn't sign, and they're like, "I write it in uh, later." I'm like, ah, don't worry. Get me, get me whenever. Uh, this is the problem with these fucking credit cards, man. Fuck credit cards at the bar. I, Be a man. Bring some, cash. Sometimes I run out of cash, and if I hit a bar, my last bar of the night, I might not have cash. I understand. Let me well, ask you, you have this. to prepare for that. Or I, if I'm, wait, I'm sorry, right? Also, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm with a group of like five or more people, we'll start a tab with a credit card. Right. Yeah. Like bars, what, bars are for cash and no could, babies. If you right. could speak about yourself objectively, what do you like as a bartender? Are you, uh, I mean, you like Mr. Happy Bartender? Everybody's enjoying your company, and you're talking yeah, about. I or love. Are you okay? Do you get uh, rude with people when they deserve <laughs> it? Well, if 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 it's deserve it. Yeah. But I, I love what I do. So generally, I'm a happy bartender, and if people are being pricks, I'll just make a joke out of it, and I'll, I'll, I'll use them like a toy. Like we I'll, we have a friend who I'll position uh, them. She's the, she's the coolest person in the world. I'll and, be the judge of that. And she was bartender for a long time. Well, one night she was working locally uh, in this neighborhood for a while, and uh, and I'd never seen her like this before. These these kids came in and they had fake IDs, and she knew right away. She saw right through it, and she said she looks at the ID and says, uh, "What's your zip code?" And the girl couldn't match what was on here, and she was like. Get the fuck out of here right now before I throw you out of here by your fucking hair. All right, because like, she could shit. get she can get the bar can get penalized real hard for that. Really? And then she's at oh yeah. What was what was the problem? She wrote down the it was wrong. Underage kids. Oh, yeah. oh and oh. they didn't like you know trying to call them out. She says uh, yeah okay wise ass tell me what your zip code is and the girl or the guy whose fake ID it was couldn't re- repeat what the zip code was. So that's one uh, trick. Or what I'll do is I'll just like I'll say to my coworker or someone else at the bar like I'll bullshit. I'm like you know there's this new law where it's two grand if you're caught with a fake ID. It's not my problem anymore. <laughs> and generally the person takes. So there's ways to deal with. I it. was at a bar once where they arrested the bartender. Um, in Long Island. Oh, because uh, uh, me uh, we were all in there and uh, Colette's cousin was uh, I don't know eighteen or seventeen or whatever. And, okay. Uh, they the cops came in and busted up the joint. Told everyone to leave well, and it, took the bartenders out in cuffs. Well, not because you're, 
Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, there must have been something else there because you get a, you get a warning and then you get thrown out and you get penalized. That's that's not. The... This is Long Island's. I think they were trying to wow, make a point. Wow, crack down. Yeah. It, but, right. I've been in a bar that got broken up and the cops are coming and look at the bottles with the uh, flashlights. I don't know if they're looking to see if it's watered down or there's fruit flies in it or whatever. And uh, they checked everything. They kept everyone in the bar. We're in the middle of playing a show. Yeah, I have a couple of stories about bartenders that I know that have been escorted out in handcuffs by the police, but that was due to things they did outside the bar. Right. But the police will come to your work and grab you. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, it's the easiest place to, to do that. To get somebody, they're sitting ducks. You're and just I sitting serve there. all the police anyway, so do you? <laughs> yeah, most of them. So, um a lot of cops come into the bar? Not as many as there used to be cuz it's uh, the police department's turned over a lot. So there's a lot of new people that I don't know, really young, really young people that uh I'm getting to know them but not as much as it used to be. But Ryan, answer to your question, I'm angry almost every day at work, but I don't let it, I don't, I I don't, I don't. But you don't have a lot of run-ins with your customers. It's it's rare that I'll say, get the fuck out of here, which happens. Right. Uh, right. But it's so rare. Are you there by yourself or you have a bouncer guy? No, I'm there by myself. Yeah. See, a lot of times, I'm sure I've talked about this before, I see like a, I don't mean to be sexist, but a young lady there and they leave her there by herself. Yeah, no. And she'd the, be like young the, and skinny and right. like a hundred pounds, and all these freaking guys are. It's you know two o'clock in the morning. These guys are freaking ready to fight each other. Yeah, and it's, the hell is she gonna do? Right, and here's the problem, John. Nine times out of ten, they're gonna fight over the attention from the the cute bartender. Right, and what's to stop from fucking robbing the bar? I don't see anything stopping. Well, we have our except means, going but, to jail. No, right, we have our means, but also when the girls work at at the bar that I work at, they get someone at the door. Right. Who passes out drunk? That's good. And does anything ever no, get really crazy? Uh, tables turned upside down. Ah, uh, not no, legs all no, over the place. No, not, not really. in a real long time. One thing that I've found out is people really, really don't want to fight. So if you break up a beef and you're like, guys, you want to be that way? Like one time I made a joke out of it. I'm like, all right, you guys want to be men about it? Let's take it outside and we'll take wagers. I might as well make money off this. And like, who's got, you know, who's got where? And all my friends threw like 20s on the bar. Like, of course they all got him back. We're just trying to make these kids nervous. And yeah, we made it look like we were going to bet in their fight. And they were like, no. And they made up and they hugged. They wound up like buying drinks for each other. Right. So there's ways to diffuse it. You just have to be silly about it. <laughs> I'm glad we're talking about bar fights now because Brad and Weissenberg are in the chat box saying, quick review. We've discussed fizzy water, laundry, and pens tonight. Time to break some shit. Well, You're damn right. Oh, God, yeah. It's like, bar, bar fights suck. Let me ask you this. Any of these idiot cops oh, so who drink at your bar wear their guns while they're drinking? Time out. They're not idiots. They're, no. Uh, if you wear no. your gun at the, and no. go drinking, no. you're a fucking moron. No, right. They don't, right, right. They don't come in in uniform, and the police officers that I know are pretty These guys used to do that. They're not all shooty. No, we don't. No, no. Yeah, of course not in uniform, but right. no, yeah, no one's no. taking this. When something happens. No. I dated And a, they get loaded, and some guy wants to fight you. Next thing you know, you, 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 you get shot. John, I dated a lady police officer once, and uh, she came over once. I remember she like she took her, her utility off, and I remember she dumped them on my living room table. Like fucking, she like fucking her, her gun bat- in my apartment. I got so scared. Her like, batarangs and shit. <laughs> yeah, it was, like, it was hot, but I was so scared. They put my batarang over here. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that is kind of. I don't know. That is kind of freaked hot. me the fuck out because I've never had a gun in my house. I hope I never do. I think me and Ryan think that like your job is like Roadhouse, but really it's like Cheers. <laughs> and Hoboken, no, Hoboken's all like, no, it's all rich white people. Is it really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, it's, all, it's totally gentrified now? Yeah, which sucks culturally, but. Yeah. Hey, great for tips. Uh, you... Not. No? Not. I guess, well, but, no, but... I do great because I'm the grand entertainer. I see. But, um, right. No, no, you'll eat, no, no. It's hard to explain. It's so they generally. Put, they put bread in your jar? 
yeah I, I, I'm ha- otherwise i guess i wouldn't be so happy with my job but yeah how'd the show get to be about me J- dave hell call are you working on thanksgiving by any chance no, we need no to take a hell break no. before dave calls yeah we will um no, I don't work on Thanksgiving. What I do is I host Thanksgiving every year. So you're going to be at that bar? or you... No, no, I host oh, I, at my it house. It was like a show or something. No, know? no, no. In fact, they asked me to work this year, and they said, Because hey. I was going to say, I'll come by, because I'm going to be in New Jersey. So. Well, Ryan, I'm hosting Thanksgiving this year. You should come by my house after. Well, i got to go to my own family's thing. After. But, you know, we go to four in the Well, four I'll talk morning? to you about this oh, off, I can't off stay air. up that late. But come by, we go from four to four. Yeah. All right. I'll see, uh, see how it it's, goes. It's... I'm going to be in Sea Caucus. I'm so close oh, to Sea Caucus, close. John. Yeah. Tell him. And it's this, like 10 minutes away. It doesn't compare yeah. to another Christmas party that I'm not going to mention that happened somewhere near the barrage. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're invited to that, by the way. Yeah, which I is don't know great. if that's happening. We'll see. All right. That, that party is always great, but this party is almost as good. And you're invited. <laughs> all right. I'm in. Last time Very I invited good. someone, they got all pissed off at me, so I'm not even going to... I'm not going to invite you. <laughs> oh, with Pat Walls? <laughs> no. Just forget it. So... Yeah. You gotta learn to say things on the air and think. Think. Fuck it. But I don't want to insult anybody. Fuck the, everybody. A- the, the, right. the audience needs to hear every dirty de- detail <laughs> okay. of our lives, except for where I work and uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <right>. and things <laughs> like that. Okay. So anyway, we have Dave Hill. Let's go all in, buddy. Let's go all in, <laughs> and especially if it's about somebody on the show. Like if it's about Pat, got mad that you invited him to Thanksgiving. I mean, that's something we need to know about. That's that's no brainer. I think Pat's coming, actually. Oh, really? but, uh, okay. Can we take a break? Oh, it's Jody? <laughs> no. Jody gets mad at everything. Can we take a break? Yeah, so don't worry. She doesn't listen unless she's on. She's very selfish. We'll take a break, and we'll be back with Dave Hill. Dave. <laughs> yeah. All right, everybody. Radio Action. Radio Action. Radio Nope.
Damn the saint and I can't up at home lately, which is strange since I live alone. <laughs> the other day I had one of those days where no matter what I said or did, I just couldn't keep my hands off myself. <laughs> it's like, what part of I'm not interested don't I understand? <laughs> you know, I'll buy it that some people were kung fu fighting. <laughs> but if you expect me to believe that everybody was kung fu fighting, just get the fuck over yourself. <laughs> I think that, um, Farting on an escalator <laughs> is a coward's game. <laughs> One of my favorite things to do after uh, sexual intercourse is to jump out from behind the curtain. <laughs> Just start giggling at the naked people. Thank you. Hello, Dave. Are you there? Thank you. <laughs> sorry. Hello. Hi, I'm playing your own comedy bit over your phone call. I'm sorry about that. How are you? 
oh, ideas. Like, that sounds like me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought Brian had queued up a song, but he queued up a bit, and then, uh, you well, know, the world exploded on the show, but it was his, very fun. From his last comedy record. <laughs> How are you, Dave? Good. How are you? I'm, are we up? Uh, are we on the air? We are. We are on the air. You are on the air. Yeah, that's we. That's how we work here. We don't have a. Uh, we don't have one of those fancy things that. What is that called? Phone screener. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have a screener. Thanks for calling in, Dave Hill. Of course, is a comedian, a, a musician. He's not a magician. A musician. He's uh, an actor. He's a fucking writer. He's everything. Dave, you do it all. He's probably a magician. He's. Uh, you've seen. Dave's got a uh, upright citizen. <laughs> Citizens Brigade show. He's been in the band Cobra Verde, one of my favorites. He's in a band called Valley Lodge. He's got the goddamn Dave Hill show that uh, is on FMU, which can be heard Monday through Monday at nine to twelve midnight. He wrote the theme song for many fun things, and uh, you stick a broom in his ass and he'll sweep up. Thanks for being here. <laughs> it's all true. Hey, how you feeling, man? I I know that you were a little under the weather, so I appreciate you calling in uh, when you're sick. Thanks. I'm I'm a walking miracle. Um, <laughs> no, I've been I've been flying too close to the sun. Yeah, and it caught up with me. I, I apologize. I'm not there in person. That's all right, man. But we, I, we, you know, I we, probably would have infected you guys with my virus or whatever. I felt the past couple of days. I was I was it's starting, you know. And this morning, I felt it again. So it's it's coming. The hell is coming. Yeah, we all got it, Dave. But. Uh, yeah, I'm just the first to fall. <laughs> uh, as he, he he fell in the cold, as many of us did in the cold of last yeah. year. Uh, Dave, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it, man. Yeah. Hey, did you do the? Mary, Thanks for having me. You yeah. did a, a Mary Lou Henner show this morning. I did. Yeah, what? at like That's noon. So cool. What was that like? Did you meet Mary Lou Henner and stuff? <laughs> I did. Yeah, I'd done it once before, but I was embarrassed. Um, why? Because she, I went to see King Diamond last night. Yeah. Um, and that's what I think pushed me over the edge, illness wise. Because I, you know, I was rocking out. Did you party with her? And I was partying super hard. Nice. And uh, did you get to hang? With and him? she, I didn't meet him. I'm bummed. Uh, I well, anyway, but well, I'll, I'll tell you about King Diamond. But uh, yeah, but but then I was sitting there. She's like, "You're are you hung over?" I'm like, yeah, you can oh, no. tell. And I was like, shit, oh, no. like this woman I've, you know, been a fan of since I was a kid is busting me on being hungover. Right. So, what, what, but I, you know, I needed to hear it. Are, are we on your but, media tour right now? <laughs> am I what? Are we media on your media tour right media now? Media tour. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah, like nice. day long media tour. It's, uh, what do you call but, it? It's one of them junkets. Right. No, but, but King Diamond last, I saw him a week ago. In San Antonio at the Housecore Horror Festival and Superjoint Ritual, you know, Phil Anselmo's band right. opened for them. He's a friend. And, um, and I, was, I was sitting in their dressing room, and then someone came in. It's like, hey, you got to, King Diamond's going to go on, so you guys got to go out there, or you got to stay in here the whole time. You can't, like, walk out in the middle of the show so i was like oh shit i'm gonna go out into the audience now so i can start king diamonding it up and then king diamond walked in like the second i left oh but he walked you got to see the show though he 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 walked into the into the dressing room so i I could have you know achieved one of my life goals well, balls. I'm told he's a delightful man. Yeah, he seems like it. I was just talking to Brian about that before. Uh, right. Was it the Joe Franklin show he was on? That old clip? I haven't seen it in years. I can't remember. Oh, that's that, the it. greatest. Yeah. That's why television was invented. That's yeah. the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> 
Busy. That's the greatest clip of all time. Joe Franklin's like, so I understand uh, you're bigger in in America than you are in, in uh, Denmark. So that's what some of my friends who who follow you uh, tell me. And like, it's a subtlest thing, but the fact that Joe Franklin is bullshitting that, yeah. like, his he has friends who are into. King Diamond. <laughs> like, uh, you know, George, love who comes over to play chess every once in a while. He's a big King Diamond fan. He comes over to the mansion. Yeah. We play uh, Baccarat, and uh, he, he's always he's always going on and on about King Diamond. <laughs> right. That's what they were talking but, about at the Statler Bar uh, with two fingers of whiskey. Right. King D. Dave, are you a Merciful Fate fan? You go way back? Oh, yeah. I mean, those first two records are the gold standard for heavy metal, I think. Yeah. David. He played a couple songs. He played, where did he play last night? I wasn't there. No. Come to the Sabbath, and he played Melissa. Ah. And then last week, he played Evil, which I wish he played last night, because that's my favorite. <laughs> did you play in San Antonio? Yeah, I played, well, I, I got to jam with Superdrunk Ritual. I played yeah. one song with them. Cool. They were nice enough to let me play well, Phil, with Phil, them, and then... Then I played guitar with Thor. Do you know who Thor is? Of course, is? yeah, yeah. I've seen Thor a bunch. He's been doing. I it played. All. I played a uh, guitar. It was me and Jimmy Bauer from Down. Nice. And Blue from Supergiant Ritual and Scott Shelby from Warbeast. We uh, we all backed him up. I was actually just watching. Someone sent me a video from the show where Phil Anselmo puts takes my pants off in the middle of a song and puts a loincloth on <laughs> You know Phil personally, right? He's your friend, right? Yeah, yeah, he's a buddy of mine. That's right. You have a We go back. You have a web a webisode, a web series with him. What's the title of it where he teaches you metal? Metal Grasshopper. Yeah, man, that's really funny stuff. <laughs> I know another person you know, a guy we've had on the show before, uh Joel Frost is like, oh, you could have Dave on. I used to be in a band with Dave called Children of the Unicorn. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, did, he, was just, he just texted me today. Oh, did he? Mm. I'm sorry about that. He, uh, <laughs> he, yeah, he sent me a couple songs. We'll play them later. They're pretty funny. Uh, they're like the you know Children of the Unicorn. I won't explain the band. I'll just let the uh, I'll let the song speak for themselves. Uh, they so, do. Yeah. What was the Timeless name? classic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's the What's the name of the one? Oh, uh, Night Shark. Uh, I think that's one of my favorites. Oh, that's, right one of, there. that's one of my favorites. <laughs> Joel, Joel is back in Queens, by the way. Oh, that's Dolphins. what I heard. He moved to what? He moved to Connecticut for, for like twenty four hours for a week. Yeah, he went up there and he, uh, you know, he looked around. He came back. I don't know what happened. He said he took a vacation with his couch. <laughs> yeah, there he is. Joel Frost. What well, happened? He got up there and he realized he just it wasn't the right move. Yeah. I don't know. You know, I I barely know the guy and I'm not that interested in his life, so I didn't ask him. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't want to. Like, I think I think he like I don't mean want to be mean. I like I like the guy a lot, but I I think that he thought everyone would be maybe they are interested. I was like, just like I don't know. It's not for me the story of him going up there and coming back <laughs> an explanation as to why yeah you've got you got bigger fish to fry right, yeah, right. I got, i'm interviewing <laughs> goddamn dave hill that's right what the hell yeah Don't worry about joel frost damn straight <laughs> somebody keeps trying to call in during this it's joel keep frost. Hanging up next, on. No, next it's week not. on the show joel frost by yeah. the way thank you uh <laughs> you're you're way into this black metal dave what's your favorite black metal band wait what happened Aren't you way into black metal, oh, like Norwegian metal and uh, Varge Vikings and all this stuff and the culture? Wait, some thing? weird sound just went off. Oh, yeah? How's it sound now? You, guys, you there? Yeah. Yeah. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah. There's just something weird. It sounded like uh, someone was being shot in an alley. Oh, yeah. That, the, I think that was <laughs> that Mario happened. knocking at the door, actually. <laughs> We're broadcasting from oh, Chicago. Okay. Um, I wanted to ask yeah, you about I mean, black metal. I would say I'm more... I was more uh, 
intrigued by black metal then I mean, there's only uh, some some of it that i would actually like you know listen to like dark throne i really like them and some mayhem and and stuff but other than that i don't i don't really listen to a lot of it I, i'm more uh I like the old stories, you know, from like the nineties. Like, did you ever read that book, Lords of Chaos? Yeah. No, is that uh the the whole mayhem story and the church burnings and all that stuff? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's everything. It, but it's 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 um, it's a really good. I mean, it's a crazy book. Even like the guys who wrote it, I think, are insane. But um, but there's just so many like awesome things in there that are like hilarious. The um, so uh, I, was... I strongly recommend it. I was just watching an interview with Varg Vikernes. Am I pronouncing his name correctly? I always just pronounce it in my head. Like, I don't know. Yeah, Varg Vikernes or Varg something. Vikernes, yeah. I, I'm a, nine he's a ten complete times. idiot. Yeah, he's a, he's, he's a terrible person. He's an idiot. And then I was watching this video of him like talking about politics, and I caught myself kind of thinking he was making sense, and I had to turn it off. <laughs> I'm like, wait a second. This guy's nuts. Yeah, he's out of his mind. I mean, he'll, once in a while he'll say something reasonable. Like his reaction to um to you know the shootings in Paris, he's like, well, I think everyone just has to move to the woods and grow their own food. Yeah, but it, within the context of this whole thing, he was like explaining the best way, like where to buy seeds, like good seeds, and not buy you know crappy seeds. So there was like a nugget of like, oh, that's actually. Uh, helpful advice. <laughs> I'll write that part down, and then uh, you know I'll skip the burning the church and killing your friend part. I'll risk cross that. Yeah, yeah, part. that's that's you don't want to. But I mean, not all those guys. I mean, I'm, I'm friendly with uh, Fenris from Dark Throne. He's a delightful man, right? You know, they they all seem so. so there's peaceful. a couple of bad eggs in there. Varg, Vikernes, and <laughs> maybe uh, Dahl from Gorgoroth seems like a bit of a nut. Right. But the, you know, the rest of them are delightful. Hey, Dave, it's uh, Tommy Rockstar. How are you? Good. How are you? It's been a long time no see, my man. Does everyone know everyone? You know him, too? Yeah, I do his merch. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> How have you been, man? Good, good. Are you are you there in Flushing, or are you on the phone? No, I'm here in Flushing with, with the guys. This is probably my nice. 30th episode. Yeah, Tommy's a regular Sweet. guy here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to ask you wait, one. Wait, paint me a picture. Is there a, a live audience as well? No. No, not tonight. There's just like five dudes here. I mean, there are listening, obviously, around the country, around the world, but not yes, here. Here's globally. Just like, yeah, but here it's just five people hanging out. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. And it's uh, a bar that's also a garage? Yeah. That's it. Tommy's going to take a picture and send it to you. Yes. Dave, if can people, you should come can people can go be- there? And like, can someone pop in for a drink that yeah. doesn't know you guys? Uh, no, no. Invite only, I'd say. Yeah, but... I got kids and stuff. I don't need that. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't need Vargo. Riffraff showing up. <laughs> Some black metal guitarist comes in and slaughters my whole family. <laughs> yeah, you don't need that. I don't need that. I've got enough on my plate. Yeah, uh, Dave. Uh, I get it. You told this great story uh, that I read about. Um, that you uh, wrote Donald Trump's ringtones. <laughs> I did, yeah. And I would love for you to, if you if you don't mind, to try to you know tell us that tell my audience that story because I thought I was laughing the whole time. I thought it was great. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it was like when the hell was it? It was two thousand four. In the 
in the story, I think I say what year it was, but it would have been whatever, like nine, ten years ago or something, I guess. Yeah, 2004, I think you said in the story. Okay, yeah. And The Apprentice, you know, was was is like in its first season and and uh somehow like it was like ringtones are really popular like everyone was getting in on that you know it's the gold rush of ringtones yeah this is before and, uh, everyone you know now everyone shuts off their ringer which they should do and this is before unless that. you're like an old lady yeah right or my my mom or something yeah yeah exactly um so yeah somehow like i got hired to to write the ringtones like I was writing the stuff that that Donald Trump was going to say and but he wasn't allowed to say you're fired so I had to think of like other things that he might say you've been terminated and and I wrote what's that you've been terminated yeah it was like variations on just you know harsh things he might say and then so I wrote them and I thought that was it and then they were like well no we want you to go to Trump's office when he records them. So then I got to go to Trump, you know, his office in Trump tower. And it's like all gold and shiny everywhere. And like his kids are running around, you know, now running, you know, they're doing, you know, buying and selling people, I guess. And, um, and then, yeah, Trump walks in and, and then there's, you know, everyone's just kind of terrified of the guy. And I was just sort of sitting in the corner watching all this. And at one point he goes like, who wrote these? And like, I think everyone thought he was going to be like, I'm going to have you shot (laughs) or whatever. And then he's like, then everyone's like, it was Dave. And then he's like, Oh, it's very good writing. And then he would only talk to me the rest of the time. So it was very, uh, (laughs) this is the part of the story where like, um, you know, Donald Trump spots the talent in, in the room and decides to ignore everyone else. <laughs> I think that's the best. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny. And then and then the thing that I didn't include in the story, because it was just kind of hard to wedge it in there, was um, because of that, I ended up getting this phone call, like, Madonna's going to do ringtones. And then they call, and they're like, we heard Donald Trump loves you, so we want to hire you to write Madonna's ringtones. Wow. So I wrote ringtones for Madonna, but whoever her people, they hated what I wrote and they were like, these are horrible. (laughs) And I was just like, well, uh, I'm pretty much the king of the ringtone game right now. (laughs) So uh, anyway, so they fired me. I never met Madonna. I like that. Uh, what are you going to do? You knew you knew going in that that Trump is notorious for he hates shaking hands, and you shook his hand. Didn't oh, you? I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, I'd heard that. So I made a point of shaking his hand <laughs> at the end, Best. and but he did it. He, I was the only. He didn't shake anyone's hand, but mine. But I have to say, you know, I kind of liked the guy. Um, and because uh, I, I was like, oh, he totally gets that he's playing a character. Like it, it was. He's obviously like super self-aware, and like it's all this big act, which is why I I tend to think like this whole presidential run is just like him, just kind of 
I mean, I, I think I'm probably wrong, but <laughs> no, but I, I like I to actually think. Agree with you, Dave. Dave, I'm, I'm about totally to agree. agree. Right? Yeah. Where you, you guys think that he's a it's character a, for a setup for uh, Hillary Clinton? Some type of screen. I don't buy it. It's I don't a know. Screen I don't know. No, I don't know <laughs> if it's. I don't know if it, he's just. I think he's an ego guy. Well, he wants all the attention he can get, and he's just well, trying how, to how get about, notoriety. How about this? No. How, how about this theory? How about he started out? Like Dave says, self-aware and in character, and then it steamrolled into something real, and now he's going to go all the way with it. Right? And about why that? not? Why not go for it if he gets the nomination? <laughs> that, of course could, it's frightening. that could be true, actually. But I don't. I don't think. I don't think he's going to. I don't think he wants the job. I think like I agree with that. Too. It would too much work. You know, he'll like it'll run its course, and then. But I, but the fact that I mean, a guy that I know today on Facebook was like writing like Trump and Cruz are the only two guys that uh, I would want as president. Oh the rest God. just, you know, we're going to be an Islamic state right. if uh, if it's anyone else. And it's like, please, there's actually, I actually know people who, who we all do. I mean, Cruz is like, I think that guy should be he should be like running a piano bar somewhere. <laughs> Can't you just see him like, how many in your party? Sure. Yeah, sure. Right over here. Uh, we got a, a special treat for you tonight. A Billy Joel impersonator is uh, playing. Oh, boy. A, yeah. Ugh. Like, that's what I just think that guy. Ugh. And that, did you ever see a video where he's, I saw a few months ago where he's, he's like, this is how we make bacon. In Texas, and he's wrapping like a a gun with bacon. Oh my! Geez. You know, you you wrap the uh, whatever the end of the barrel and bacon, and it heats up from all the rounds, and then oh, it's cooked. Christ Almighty! And he and like he's trying to act like he's just like like he's a man or something. Right, yeah, <laughs> Billy the Kid. We're going back to the Wild West. This isn't real. You guys are putting me on with this, right? I don't even know if he's kidding. I think I think he's a real video. Oh, I, I mean, I guess I I shouldn't doubt anything at this I point. I believe it. I certainly believe it. Dave, it's a real thing, right? Oh, the video? Yeah. I, oh, boy. Yeah, what what a ninny. Oh, my God. Isn't he from Canada, anyway? He's a Canuck. I want to see the birth certificate. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that guy's Something going nowhere. Like uh, you know, I don't know. Who knows? Scary country. Up with somebody, end up somebody's vice president. Huh? Christ Almighty, we're on deep shit. Dave Hill, yep. Dave Hill for president. Yes, uh, that's <laughs> I, right. And da- oh, but the other thing about I'll Trump- really drive this country into the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, the other thing about the meeting Trump that I want to mention was when you said that uh, you saw him up close. That uh, the hair, it, seeing the hair up close, opened up more questions or, or mysteries than than you had before. It didn't solve any of your. It didn't answer anything for you. Oh, it's insane! I. I don't think I mentioned this in the story either, but um, I had actually met him like a year or something before then in a totally different setting. I'd been VH1 sent me to like the NBC upfronts. They sent me to like literally to annoy celebrities on the red carpet because they were doing a show on like how crazy the red carpet is, but they didn't have enough footage of celebrities acting weird. Right. <laughs> um, so they, they sent me to provoke them. Exactly. Basically. Yeah. So I met Trump then, and that's when I first saw his hair and was just like, what? It's because it's really like, um, I don't know what he's doing with it now, but at the time, you could see like somebody 
I, I still don't know what's going on, like what's where it starts and where it ends and what might be real and what's not real. But the actual hair is like, it looks like someone went at it with like a brush because there's, it's like 500 different colors. Yeah, and it goes in like six different directions. It doesn't make any sense. It, do, it kind of defies physics. Yeah, it's like a totally William the Cooning painting. <laughs> now, when they when they send you these red carpet things, I saw a couple of videos of you interviewing celebrities at these. I guess you call them. I don't know if you call them junkets. I'm not in the uh, business. When they sit down and they're promoting a movie, they, and you'll be the interview. Yeah, that is a junket. Right, and and it's kind of funny. Like uh, there's you, you're interviewing De Niro, and uh, what's what was that like? And it's just this goofy. You know, you've seen these things, guys, where it's like a movie coming out, and they sit down, and they ask these goofy questions. Right, the posters in the background, and you know, Dave's funny. Yeah. And De Niro's laughing at your jokes and stuff. And I just thought that it was such a weird kind of scene. I wondered about that. Well, it was, I got asked to do it. Um, cause I don't normally do those things, but then they were like, we need someone to interview De Niro. So I was like, of course I'll, I'll do it, you know? Yeah. And, um, so I went over and I was, and then, but you know what, when I went, I didn't realize that it was a junket. Cause you know, a junket, you know, you go in and it's like every, you know, local news guy from, you know, the whack guy with the whack tie who does the movie previews in, in every town in America. Yeah. So every one of those guys are there, you know, sitting there eating sandwiches and stuff. <laughs> and then you get four minutes with, you know, the actor, you know, you go in and talk to De Niro and whoever else. And I, when, as soon as I was like, Oh shit! I only get four minutes. I thought I had like a long time with Robert De Niro. Yeah. I was really naive. <laughs> and then, uh, so I went in and and basically, I was like, I need to like get him talking. Of course, they didn't use this part. Um, they um, because the movie like what was it called the intern the intern yeah it and, wasn't like you were inside the actor studio interviewing him about the godfather you're asking him like these goofy questions about the intern when probably is, i haven't seen it but i'm sure it's awful well it's it's not the godfather <laughs> but um <laughs> but uh it's good for what it is you know is it at least midnight and, run <laughs> no i don't know what's that it's is it at least midnight run no, it's, it's not even meet the fuckers <laughs> It's me. It's uh, but in the movie, like he basically a lot big part of it is he's kind of like showing younger men how not to be pussies, right? <laughs> like how to be like a decent human and a gentleman. But I this this is a whole other thing. But I basically think like almost any guy under the age of thirty five is like doomed, and he'll be a, like a a child for life, right? And <laughs> a total wuss. And uh, we'll like push someone against the wall to save himself from a burning building. How, um, how old are you? First, you know, I'm older than 35. Yeah, no, I <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, there's exceptions. But anyway, so I said this to Robert De Niro and Anne Hathaway, and they were like, "Yeah, you're right. You're totally right." And then Anne Hathaway was like, "Well, there's some exceptions." Because I think she's married to a guy who's younger than 35, so she has to say that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, De Niro is like, yeah, you're totally right. <laughs> so that's what we were talking about. 
<laughs> I like you. I like you. I like you. What? You're you. me of me. You. You. <laughs> is it? Is it like? Uh, is it, what's the scene like? Where all the other uh, guys like? You know, uh, I don't know who who even does the movie reviews like New York One and ABC. The all these goofy guys with bow ties and stuff. Are they all standing around watching you while you're doing this, or no one's really paying attention? No, no. It's like you're. It's in the hotel room, so like people are in the hall. You know, they like send up like a handful, and then you're all like in the hallway, so you you don't see each other's interviews. Yeah. Do they do they search? You kinda, they search or anything like before you meet Mister Deere, we're gonna have to pat you down. <laughs> no, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, there's no, no security. Huh. They don't, they don't really pat you down or anything. So you, there you have it, kids. If you want to assassinate Mr. Robert De Niro, all you have to do is try to get a job in uh, journalism and, or you know movies and uh, go in there and yeah, or and just go. walk around Tribeca. Yeah, <laughs> my, and, the, and then you say, uh, "My name is Antonio Andalini, and this is for you." And you stab him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, however you want to, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's the magic of New York. <laughs> it is. It's a wonderful place to walk around. I see people all the time. It's nuts. Right. So who do I see the other day? Michael McKean. I've seen that guy walking what around. What was he doing? He's well, you know, he's just walking like a person, you know, because he's a guy. He's a person. <laughs> walking down the street like a normal person. And you want to, like, you, there's this weird thing, like, you want to interact with the celebrity somehow. Like, I don't know, just, like, I don't know, throw a battery at him or something. Right. I don't know what it is. You want to break that wall because you feel so connected to. Him. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why I think people. That's why people do crazy shit. Yeah, because they want to like be in that um, world. They want to. They they don't know how to process it, so they do something crazy. Right, like shoot John Lennon or something. Right. Yeah, exactly. Because they don't know. They don't know what to do is they're like, "Hey, how's it going?" But yeah. instead, they you know do something violent or take a selfie. <laughs> Yeah, or selfie. One of the two. <laughs> Violent selfie. Hey, take a selfie, and then you, as soon as you take the selfie, you punch Robert De Niro right in the face right. as the camera him, goes off. Hit him with the phone and at, take a picture at the same and time. And then you post it on Facebook, and he gets a million likes. Violent yeah. selfie is then you my go to favorite, jail. Is my favorite PRF band. <laughs> Violent selfie is a, a, a death metal band yeah, from uh, Norway. Norway. Awesome. Uh, Violent <laughs> selfie. <laughs> That's pretty good. I like that, Tommy. Violent selfie. Big PRF. <laughs> playing next year in Kentucky. It's like a like a Long Island punk band, fifteen year olds. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, Dave, on your podcast, you have you have all these guests on. Do you have any favorite guests? Any interviews that you really like? We're like, oh man, that was that turned out exactly how I wanted it to. On the WFMU show, yeah, or, or your or your um, podcast. Yeah, I mean, I would say, any, I mean, anytime Dick Cavett, I always love Dick Cavett. Phil Anselmo's always great. Um, Damien Eccles, do you know the West Memphis Three guy? Yeah, we were yeah. supposed to have him on, then he started ignoring us. <laughs> Tommy saw him on the he, street. Uh, <laughs> what's that? Uh, Tommy Rockstar accosted uh, him on the street, and he's like, yeah, I'll do the show. And we got out. It never happened. I don't know why. Yeah, we were going back and forth a little bit of emails, but uh, time went by, I guess. But anyway. Yeah, man, how was that? Because I never got to do the interview. I'd love to know how it went. <laughs> he's great. He and his wife, Lori, have been on my show a couple times and they're great and uh you know really nice people and um and uh so they were great who i mean a lot of just i don't know you never know who's i mean so many there's really only been a couple that i would say i didn't wasn't that happy about but um 
You want name But name. I won't wouldn't say who they were. Oh, you should though. But um, <laughs> what's that? You should, you should name names. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll tell you exactly who it is. No, right. well, it's funny on my podcast. There's one guest I really didn't like, and then people would always email me guessing who it was, and they always get it right. You can just tell. Oh yeah. Oh, that's funny. What, what didn't you like? That, not on the WFMU show, just on my podcast that yeah. I haven't done in a while. What would make a bad but, guest? Um, no, I don't know. Malcolm Gladwell, he was great. Uh, wow. Cavalcade of uh, greatness. On the w- WFMU show, you actually replaced the best show. And I don't want to say replaced. And that's my question. Do you feel odd? Like, uh, you know, Tom, I guess, stopped doing the show. And he does it again now, but on the internet. And then you took over that time slot. You're no longer in that time slot. But did you feel funny replacing the best show? Were you a fan of the show? Did you have any? Yeah, Tom yeah, talk? totally. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a huge fan of the best show. And, I'm, you know, Tom and I are friends. So, I'm, but yeah, like you said, it wasn't like I took over, you know, the show. It was just. You know, the sort of the real estate was open on Tuesday yeah. night. Right. And I just started show. I mean, I think there's some people who viewed it as like, like, oh, shit, like this is the new thing or whatever. This is replacing the best show. But I, I mean, Tom never thought of it that way, obviously, and I never thought of it that way. And I think there was maybe some people early on who, you know, were like, what is this crap? You know, this isn't, you know, and which is fine, whatever. Like I had never done a radio show, you know, ever. So I'm still learning how to do it and stuff. But I mean, and then, you know, I ended up switching to Mondays just to like make my life a little easier because the day it's like makes, uh, I'm tired as shit the next day after, you know, staying, because whenever I do the show, I end up staying up so late, yeah. drinking well, do, and whatnot. Yeah, I was going to say, rocking nine, and rolling. Nine to twelve. Uh, obviously, uh, are you dr- you're drinking on the show? No, not very rare. No, because I'd be too tired, and and then there's the bore. I mean, I drink water and coffee, but yeah, I, oh. rare, I think once or twice a guest has brought like some scotch or something. I'll, I'll, I'll you know, I'll always join someone for some scotch, but. No, it's too long of a show to be, and I gotta work all those knobs and stuff. My, I gotta engineer myself. So, oh, do you? Yeah, so I can't, I can't be hammered. I don't have to. Otherwise, do that. I would just. I'm already screwing up <laughs> enough sober on the show. Yeah, we don't drink on this show so. either. It's crazy. <laughs> As I pour myself a Irish whiskey, I have to work all these fucking knobs too. No one helps me, bastards. Right. Hey, Dave. He, keeps, he keeps it in an IV bag. Not one fucking person helps me with anything, Dave. I do the whole thing myself. Stop I'll it. just show yeah, up. Just it. Stop they, it. They show up and think it's a big oh, show. you know what? I should tell you though. <laughs> what is Tom and I are doing back to back episodes? He's going to be on my show on December 7th, and then I'm going to be on Best Show on December 8th. Oh, nice. Night, cool. so. Excellent. Yeah, really cool. That's fun. That's, that's, that'll be cool. Yeah. Are you doing it live? Yeah, I'm excited. You calling in or are you going live? What's that? You call, it's Music Off. How are you? Are you calling in live? Or oh. you, you... <laughs> um, I'm gonna, we're both going to go to each other's nice. studios. Good. Yeah. I mean, he's going to come to FMU, and then I'm going to go to his, uh, you know, where he's yeah. doing his show yeah, now. Of course, of course. Good. Do you live in Manhattan, Dave? I do, yeah. I live in the West Village. So you can make a living out of this, out of this uh, comedy uh, nonsense. <laughs> What's that? You can make a living doing all this stuff. Is, is it FMU? Is, yeah, that's free, somehow, right? Somehow, I fooled 
enough people to make a living <laughs> at it. Hey, We're go always with- happy when an artist can actually, one of the rare... Yeah, feats when yeah. an artist can make a living. Go away, bravo, go with it. bravo. Yeah, we applaud. Whatever that. works, go yeah, with it. Maybe. That's the way to do it. <laughs> Money for nothing. For yeah, I'm a, I always think the jig is going to be off. You, know? but, uh, <laughs> you always have that cloud. You so wait for the shoe to drop. It's always hanging over your head that like someone's going to go. Hey, man, this guy. He's, he's fooled us all. That's I figure I'll be homeless one day. I mean, I'll have a nice life until then. But <laughs> eventually, <laughs> you know, yeah. Are you a married guy? No. no. You have kids or anything? No, I have a oh. puppy. No, oh, okay. So, yeah, well, you know, your expenses, uh, you have that going for you as, as far as, you know, cost of living-wise. I'm just saying, you know, I'm not making a joke. Yeah. What's your dog's name? <laughs> Skippy. Lucifuge. Well, she <laughs> yeah. goes by many names. I knew names. it was going to be good. Little Joe Franklin. What's the name on and the then, What's the name on the dog tag? What's that? What's the, what's the name on the, on the vet certificate? What's the name on the dog tag? That one's not even the real name. On the vet, it's Lucy, L-U-C-Y, but her name is Lucifuge after the second Danzig album. Yeah. Right, she's so, Lucy. so it's actually L-U-C-I, but oh, okay. I usually don't make people work that hard and have to write that down. I thought Lucifuge was a Lauren Hill Glenn Danzig fusion band. Yeah. Uh, Dave, did you, <laughs> you ever try to get Danzig? I, well... I don't even think I can tell this story because it's still in the works. But I met Danzig. Right. I met I met him a few weeks ago. Oh yeah. But um, yeah, he was playing. Well, Superdrum Ritual was touring with Danzig, and they played. My sister lives in Philly, so I went down to see her, and then they were playing. So I went and saw that. Went to the show, and then I got kind of hammered which led me to think that I should probably walk into Danzig's dressing room. So uh, that's how I met him. Do you think you have a drinking problem? Do I think I do? Yeah. No, I think other people do. Right. <laughs> me, personally, I like it. Was that old Jerky Boys tape? You know, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, you know, I've, I've, the common thread is, you know, heavy metal shows. If I, if I do something... I'm going to do, you know, you go to see a heavy metal show, you got to party, have some drinks. Right. No, I'm just asking. You know. I'm just curious. You know, I don't know. You seem like a... No, I usually, I usually rein it in. Right. I've been reining it in more. Hey, uh, for those of my audience, my audience, of those of the audience who doesn't know, uh, Dave wrote the theme to uh, John Oliver's show last week tonight. How'd you get that game? Oh, wow. Nice. I did. It was actually very nice. Um... They just called and asked if they could use the song. So um, I just got really lucky. Who was aware of it that found you? That's awesome. Some super um, producer. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't totally out of the blue. It's like, well, obviously I know John from, you know, the glamorous profession mm-hmm. of show business. Yeah. We know each other. But really, I think the thing was Liz Stanton, who's a friend, and she's like a... a one of the main produ- the producer of the show, she knew, actually, this would happen. Well, like years ago, she worked on a show on HBO called Reverb. And oh, I wrote yeah, the same song for that. Oh, yeah? Oh. And then, but I think really would clinch the deal is um, our bass player, Eddie Eyeball, from Two Skinny Jays, li- they live in the same apartment complex. Uh. And somehow they asked the band to play 
um, like some Saturday afternoon thing for residents. And it was all like toddlers, parents just brought their toddlers to see our band, you know? And then, so Liz was like, Oh my gosh, you know, I just walking around. So she saw, so I think like probably it was that day. Then, you know, a couple of years later, they were putting the opening credits to the show together. And fortunately she had thought of, thought of us. Well, you and, guys are um, really good. So excellent. Did, 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 so Eddie, thank you. Eddie eyeball played on that track. He does play on there, yeah. Ah, very cool. It's one of my favorite you people know, in rock and roll. The, the chat box is screaming at me because I, I cut off the Danzig story. <laughs> we'll get back to that. Hey, that's chat box. Take it easy. I forgot about we'll get back to We'll get back to that. But uh, it, Right now, v- Valley Lodge is the band that did the soundtrack. I'm telling the uh, listening audience. Valley Lodge is the band who was used on the John Oliver soundtrack. That's Dave Hill's band. And you guys are still active, right? Yeah, we no, can't sexually. stop rocking. That's right. With Phil from Tragedy. Wait, wait, so is are there live comments? Yeah. During your okay. show? There's yeah, a, there's a chat Are people box saying there. horrible things about me? No, no, no. no. Every, not about uh, you. You know, the, the, our, our audience is, is relatively nice, with the exception of one or two, like, trolls, who not, for some reason not li- to me, don't not. like the show, but listen to it anyway, <laughs> and, uh, which I don't get. Sure, yeah. Well, though, you know, you need them, uh-huh. too. Yep. Yeah, do. yeah. So, but no, everyone's, everyone, you know, everyone's kind of like-minded and would, and would be into, like, uh, the music that we're into and you're into and stuff like that, you know. Nice. So they want to hear more about the Danzig dish. Where, where, where were we with I that? stopped him right as he's walking into the dressing room. What That's a right. shitty interview, right? <laughs> okay. Oh, so, so well, Danzig- no, what happened was, I, yeah, I was just kind of hammered. And uh, so Phil Anselmo and his girlfriend, Kate, were in there talking to Danzig. And I was talking to one of the guys in the band in Superjoint, Steve, the bass player. And I was like, oh, we should go hang out with them. And he's like, I don't know about that. And I was like, well, don't you know Danzig? And he's like, no, I've never met him. I'm like, you're on tour with him. You never met him? He's like, no. And so I was like, well, I'm going to go in there because I was hammered. But um, he was very nice. He was a, he was a delight. Uh, so we know there was no backstage fights. No, no. He was a sweet Sweetheart, right? Yeah, well, well, you know, people have this. Uh, I guess this image of Danzig. I, I don't know. He just seems, looks, seems like a dude from Jersey. He seems all right to me. What the hey, hell? He's a dude from. Jersey. Leave Danzig alone. I've only. I mean, I, I, I've only heard. You know, I think, I think it's like anybody. You know, like people think one thing, and you know, it's like when I was when when we shot the middle grasshopper thing, people were like thinking like they're like, oh, it's Phil Anselmo, like all like super intense like aggressive guy all the time because they see like him singing on stage or they see interviews from you know 20 years ago or something and um and it's like no he's the nicest guy <laughs> like yeah he's, he's like water, know, watering just, flowers and buying around all the time like he's not he's like the total sweetheart you know in the age of so, uh when there's when there's pictures of everything and stuff and now with the you know back then our musical idols, like if Danzig would be shrouded in mystery, you would never see his personal life. And then you see him walking out of the store with cat litter and, and uh, moving bricks around his property or getting punched in the face and it's, and, or eating cake on his birthday backstage and it's humanizing. <laughs> You're like, oh, it's just it's a, a good old Glenn, you know? It's it's not like, you know, he's this mis- mysterious figure. And that also kind of works against the band in a way because it takes the mystery out of rock and roll, like, you know, you, you wouldn't know who Kiss were, and you wouldn't. You right. know, now you know every second of Paul Stanley's life. 
I follow him on Facebook. Yeah. It's very entertaining. Hey, <laughs> hey John. John, if you can make a mental note, we'll talk about this yes. later. I have a very, very excellent Danzig story that's now famous and a lot of people know it. Oh, we will Remind talk about that. I'll, I'll tell me about down. it later. Later on. Later. Yeah. Sorry, Dave. Danzig song. Dave, Dave Hill actually knows it. We'll, we'll talk about Dave, it later. Dave uh, wrote a book. What was the name of the book, Brian? Uh, uh, it, it's called... Um, Tasteful Nudes? Yeah. Tasteful that Nudes. One? Now, well, did, he has another one. Is that yeah. the book that uh, Comedy Central optioned for a television show? They did, yeah, but that's dead now. That's dead? What does that even mean, the option? I don't even know what option Oh, it just means, <laughs> man, you know, they just gave me and my friend Eric some money to, we wrote a script, a pilot script, and it, that, it kind of ran its course. But I am doing a new pilot now, which is exciting. Oh, yeah? What's for, that about? Uh, that's, did you ever see the Mighty Boosh? Yeah. You know oh, the yeah. Mighty Boosh? Yep. Rich Fulcher from the Mighty Boosh. He and I are writing and starring in a pilot together. That Steve Carell's producing, so it's all. Oh wow, nice! Very exciting. And now yeah. not, you you have no network uh, as of yet. Well, we're doing it for NBC Universal, the studio. So, um, that's who it's with, and and then we'll uh, see where it lands from right. there. Yeah. So, so it when, could it could end up a lot of places. So when a studio it, or a, or something uh, has you sign this option deal, it's just basically like locking you up, saying, "Here's some money." You can't sign, you can't, you know, do the show or any part of it with anyone else, right? Am I right? Well, no, I mean, we're there. We wrote the script and we're going to shoot it and all that. So, yeah, it's it's not just a holding thing. We're just, we're actually doing it. So is that one of your dreams to like have a TV show? Is that like the ultimate? Yeah. I mean, that and, you know, I like, I like doing all this stuff, you know, writing stuff and acting like an idiot and doing a radio show and, (laughs) I just like doing, you know. You know, it seems like uh, most of your schedule is filled up. Are you working all day and night, every day, seven days a week? Pretty much. I mean, but it's all stuff that I like, you know, so it's just having fun. Are you like, uh, do you have like a kind of like you can't sit still, an OCD kind of thing? ADHD. I'm I'm always doing something, you know, but it's all stuff that I like doing, so it doesn't really feel like. You know, I compl- I complain all the time, but it's not like I'm, you know, retiling a bathroom or something. Hey. It's just like <laughs> I'm kind of having fun. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what you like to do. You, I love to do. It. You should see my bathroom. It came out beautiful. I, I mean, I, I do like to I do like to do some grout work from time to time. I admit that. NBC's optioning the grout work the grout. next week. The subway tiles are the best. Grout it out with Dave and John. Grout it. Grout it, grout it out loud. <laughs> hey, Dave, how is your book doing, though, The Tasteful Nudes? I know you toured on it a bit. Is it still? Uh, I don't know. It's a timeless classic. It is really <laughs> so, good. It's I've read it. But I, haven't, I wrote another one that's coming out in May, so What's it called? I'm all about that one now. Can you tell us what it's I'm called? I'm on to the next thing. Right. Can you tell us what it's called? I don't know what it's called yet. Okay. I have a few ideas. Okay. but Make America Great Again by Dave Hill. Make America great. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's not a bad idea, actually. I, I read the last <laughs> for it, and it took a really, really serious uh, turn. The book got real towards the end. It you know, really, really hit a soft spot in my heart. How so? The last chapter is a really personal chapter. The Largely the book's his, his personal experiences, and it's really, it's basically comedy. And uh, just the last, you have to read it. I don't want to give it away. The last chapter is uh, is about something very personal. So it just it it hits us unexpectedly, 
where a chapter is suddenly very, very real, where the rest of the book is pretty comic. What happens? Well, you have to read the book. <laughs> you have to read the book. Oh. You, have to read you, the can, book. you can buy yeah, it on Amazon.com yeah. and all those places. I thought you were going to say it now. No. I got no. I'm just trying to say the book has, a, book a, has a thing at the end, and I got choked up. Do you agree with him, Dave? Do you think that <laughs> There's a thing in the book. It got me choked up, all right? Thank goodness. What do you think, Dave? Was his analysis true? Is he on spot on on that? Yeah. Wait, what? Was what? it spot on? It was it's Brian Mario, right? by the way. We got a, a, a hundredth guy is here now interviewing you. <laughs> I'm Wait, I can't, I can't understand what he's saying. I'm speaking Brooklynese. <laughs> Have oh, okay. you, no. Did you agree with Brian's analysis of the book? Oh, oh, I, oh, I, I know what he's saying, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I've heard that before. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's, that's pretty accurate. Hey, you're on WFMU. Do you uh, fraternize with any other DJs? I mean, do I like hang, have dinner at their house and stuff? Yeah, no, basically, uh, I want to. Do you know this guy, Kurt? Uh, what's his name? Gottschalk? I'm not sure if I do. Oh, he's got a show on there, a jazz show. He's coming in in a couple weeks. I wanted, to, if, I wanted to, if he was a total weirdo, why don't you give me the heads up for Jazzy Thursdays <laughs> with hairdo? Um, yeah, well, he started Ace Calling, the Facebook page with the, just, just pictures of Ace freely calling people on the yeah. phone. And uh, there's a violin duo he's bringing in, and he's just a really kind of a strange dude and interesting cat. And I didn't know that, like, if you had some inside information on him or something, nobody see. I don't, no, but you know, I think. FMU is kind of tricky because uh, it's pretty much, myself included, it's a bunch of uh, white guys who all look the same. So it's, it gets hard <laughs> hard to tell us apart, you know, because it's all white guys in their 30s, 40s, and 50s with, you know, shirts that are one size too small. <laughs> and like glasses. That's pretty much every the guy, everybody yeah. there. The last great generation. Yeah. I swear to God, I'm going to get every last drop out of this this ACDC T-shirt. God damn it! <laughs> yeah, how many donuts? I have? Uh, <laughs> what do you play? A lot of music on your show. What kind of music did you go grow up listening to? What was your deal? I play. Uh, I play like maybe half hour to forty five minutes music out of the three hours and it's it's like i guess it's like kind of rock centered around that but it kind of you know spins off in all directions of that from punk to yeah I soul to metal to whatever what'd you grow up on dave um i mean pretty much led zeppelin and Husker Du and the replacements and right. nice nice all the usual stuff. We're all huge Who's Could Do replacements guys here. Well, not Mario, but most of us. You you know, a lot about of people... Jethro Tull. Did you like Jethro Tull? <laughs> well, we could do that. You want to yeah. play Crap Not Crap? It's a game that I will just give you a band name and you say whether they're crap or not crap. If you want to stop and qualify your answer, of course you are free to do that. Are you game for that? Okay, yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, this is a uh, staple game here at the Barrage. I'm actually <laughs> yeah. anxious to see what Dave says. Dave, uh, yeah, I mean, here's a guy whose opinion we actually respect. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dave. Here's Crap Not Crap with Dave Hill. Uh, Frank Zappa. Not crap. Bad Company. Not crap. The Melvins. Definitely not crap. Metallica. Not crap. Likes them all. Foo Fighters. Um, I hate to say it, but 
It might come back to you. Dave's too nice. Don't say Dave, say it. They're mostly crap, honestly. Like, I think the first record was good, and then there's like a few good songs on a couple records after that. But at this point, you know, they're a couple triple rectifiers away from being Nickelback. (laughs) (laughs) Triple rectifiers. All right, well, cross Dave Grohl off the list of prospective guests. Um, uh, No, I mean, like, I... I I and I respect Dave Grohl and I just think yeah man he seems know, like the they, like the nicest they guy just ever kind of right? went down the wrong path I, he, I mean I don't think anyone disagrees with that no I'm sure he's, he could have turned it into I, something much better it's a little too it's too homogenized it is it's, it's he's he's right about that the, it's, he had you know, the choice to turn it into something much better it is close to Nickelback it's it's very close I mean think about this for a second real quick like what other role are you going to assume when you become like the biggest band you know in the in well that you rock could period. have some integrity and try to write I don't know Agreed. songs that mean because, stuff because and, of where he came from to originally he didn't he didn't start like like, like Nickelback didn't start like Nickelback right well so, you know he, he, is, you know, was, right. was Nirvana. So on the, on we the, can agree on crap and move on? <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, but on the same topic, I just uh, uh, this just came to me. Jack White, crap or not crap? <sighs> um, It's not my thing, but I would say not crap. I would agree with that. You're saying the man Jack, is solo Jack White or the White Stripes, Ryan? I, I'd say it's a culmination. It's pretty much the all music. him anyway. Yeah, so. everything's musical here. I forget about the, the, per, the person. Who the fuck is Jack White? Uh, yeah. Mar- Mario's, si- Mario's 60 years old. <laughs> so he's got a... How old, are you? Is how old are you, Mario, for real? No Jack time. White, that's my accountant. <laughs> <laughs> he's over on Metropolitan. I think you're 52, am I right? 53? I'm about that age. Yeah, okay. I'm that's 35 good. backwards. Well, you're that's... almost caught up to Dave Hill. <laughs> All right, Dave. The Rolling Stones. Oh, not crap. Ted Nugent. Um... You know, in general, uh, pre seventies, I'd say is not crap. But he's, I don't know, he's still sweet at guitar. He's an idiot, but you know, overall musically, um, I would say not crap. Oh, right. really? Most people get tripped up on the Ted Nugent question because they. This is the part where you can't separate the music from the man, or it becomes difficult to, like, you know, but I no one has Ted a problem. I saw Nugent a lot early on. Did you? And it wasn't great. Yeah. So <laughs> right. crap, he's crap now, and he wasn't great then. I mean, it was... Okay. But, I mean, no people have no gimmick. problem separating... A, anyway, I don't yeah, go, I on, go off on a tangent, but, like, I mean, you know, no one's throwing out their James Brown records. Right. All right, anyway, that's another subject yeah, for another exactly. story. Uh, Grand Funk Railroad. Oh, definitely not crap. Fog hat. <laughs> not crap. All right, I'm going to skip this one. Right. Bob Dylan. Um, I would say not crap, but I, you know, I'm one of the rare people that I don't really give a shit about Bob Dylan. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of with you. I'm kind of a meh on Dylan. And then the more I listen well, to Dylan, the older I get. I like melodies and yeah, stuff. And yeah. you, there's not... That's not that wasn't his thing. I saw him at the Beacon like a year ago, and I literally couldn't understand a fucking word coming out of his mouth. <laughs> well, just, let's know. give him a break. He's like ninety years old, probably. I mean, lyrically, uh, uh, in banter, everything. Yeah, I mean, but he, you know, it's always been that beatnik thing. With like, like Dave said, no melody. It's just kind of like you know, almost a spoken word thing over, and most of it's kind of terrible. <laughs> like, I'm gonna put words yeah. in your mouth, but that's my opinion. Sorry. All right, so Bob Dylan is kind of crap. Uh, bad brains. 
bad brains, not they're they're one of the greatest fans of all time. It's funny, but it's it's funny because people are like, "Hey, take bad brains off the list." Why do you even ask people that? And then last week, someone crapped them, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, that was it, though. It was it. Uh, what's his name? That Who was- we have on last week? That was the only the baseball time that guy. ever happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He crapped rates. Someone craps the Beatles. Oh, yeah. You remember Dan, Dan, Epst- Dan Epstein? Uh, Dan Epstein. Dan Epstein, who wrote a book yeah. called uh, Big Hair and Plastic Grass, a yeah, fun, funky ride through too. 70s uh, baseball. Baseball yeah. in the 70s. Well, are, are we sure? Did he crap bad brains? <laughs> I think have. he did. Because I would have sent him a, a, a personal message. I you think know? a bias. Why do we make I don't want, big, <laughs> of a big deal? I don't want that. to uh, out him on the air if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure one of the last two guests, and it might be him crap the bad brains. He's entitled to his opinion. Sure, everyone is. Dave, here's one that's not on the list: the B-52s. Not crap. Okay. No, never crap. Uh, SOD. <laughs> wow. SOD. Yeah. Stormtroopers of death. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> funny. This that's is like. <laughs> try to make the list. This is like the out. third time today. Uh, that it came Billy up. Billy Milano has been brought up to me in some context. Wow. Really. That's about to mean something. Um, what a chooch. I would say, just to be, for the heck of it, I'm just going to call him crap, even though I don't really have an opinion. Right. How about, uh, all right, so I, I assume you're going to crap M.O.D. then, Method of Destruction, Billy Milano's other band. And then uh, how, about, yeah. how about Adrenaline O.D. from New Jersey? Remember those guys? I don't know that. I know that name. Ghetto Boys. Oh, definitely not crap. Here's a, all right, you ready? Mine's playing tricks on me, you kidding? Yeah, man, that's fucking good. There's a couple, you know, that's a great song, and then there's like, I want to say like one like just awful verse in there that's like, ooh, they should have cut that or so or rewrote it. <laughs> Thank you. I, I'm the, I'll be producing their next album. Steely Dan. Not crap. Mm, okay. <laughs> You're one of those guys, huh? Hey, real quick, can I? Uh, can you add one to the list from now on? Ten years after? <laughs> Alvin Lee, ten years after? He's not Are in the you band kidding anymore. me? Not in the band. That guy's the original shredder. Yes. Uh, and by that. the way, the audience doesn't know Dave Hill can fucking shred yeah, can. like nobody's business. Right. Dave, Dave, I had an amp set up and a guitar for you and everything tonight. Are you plugged in at home? He told me he plugs in at home because he couldn't come in. <laughs> I am plugged in, but I have a few people, a dog and a human, trying to sleep. Okay. So <laughs> I can't. But I was, I was all set. I have it set up. Ready to shred, but I'll come on next time. Yeah, man. Anytime you want to come on and shred proper, that'd be great with us. Dave's a great guitar player, so he knows what he's talking about when he talks about Alvin Lee, one of the originals. Yeah, he's great. I mean, that Woodstock. Yeah, he got the watermelon. He just tears it up. He got the watermelon. He, he, passed, yeah, he passed away not too Did he pass away? Yeah, a couple of years ago. Yeah. yeah. I love when they did their reunion tour. They were called 10 Years Later. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh? Um, the replacements, obviously, you're going to knock crap. We've gone through that already, I think. Uh, the Dictators. The Dictators, not crap. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Not crap. Johnny Thunders and the Heartbreakers. Definitely not crap. Uh, Mott the Hoople. <laughs> not crap, but... The randomness you know. of the list makes me laugh. I don't know why. Uh, Prince. Definitely not crap. The Who. Um, not crap, but I don't really care for their output after, like, I really, I only really like to really, who. 
Face dance. Once it became like an arena rock band, I'm not that into it. Right. Face dance is not your thing. <laughs> Behind blue eyes, right, I think exactly. is the, the cutoff. <laughs> uh, let's see. A kiss. Very polarizing. Um, I would say, well, no band has destroyed their legacy more than that band. They pretty much, I won't even list, you can't, they're not crap, but I mean, I mean, any, any 70s kiss is good, but they've completely destroyed everything they did, I think. Right. Like, I can't hear their music and feel good about it. I just think, like, oh, what? They've just revealed themselves to be such garbage. Right. So, does that, I mean, I still love Ace Frehley. Does, does that affect uh, you listening to the old stuff, too? It's hard, man. I mean, I, I still, I love the old stuff, like, but, you know, it's just knowing the men behind the music is just, it's hard to listen to because you just think, like, what? Though I'll say this, as much as I think Gene Simmons is a complete idiot, right? He, I'm, and I never, I've, I'm very, give very few people credit for this, but when when he, like when they were at the peak of their powers, he did like an interview, like on TV, like on I think it was like a local Cleveland show, but I could be wrong. And I was just like a little kid and, uh, he was, he said like, don't, you know, don't try to be like everyone else. Just be weird. Do what, you know, he's basically like telling kids to do whatever, whatever the fuck they wanted. And I remember that seeing it and being like, really, it had a huge impact on me. I thought like, Oh, it's okay to just, be, do whatever the fuck I want. And I've, I've always held on to that like my whole life. And I think like that, you know, it's funny just having him, him say that as much as I think he's an idiot, I'll always be grateful for that. Right. I, you know, a, a kind of a parallel to that, a weird parallel is like, uh, when one of my favorite bands when I was in, you know, in high school or freshman was Sebado because they were like terrible and they didn't care. And that kind of, stuck with me too like hey just do what you want and you know play how you want and it doesn't have to be produced and it doesn't have to fit into everybody's kind of scheme of what rock and roll is and i think that kind of influenced me too in almost in a, the same way if that makes any sense at all yeah yeah totally thank you all right uh the beatles <laughs> the beatles not crap yeah uh, a little band from new jersey the beatles um buh, 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 buh. um the Velvet Underground. This list's terrible. Not crap. <laughs> How about see- Lou Reed solo? What? How about solo Lou Reed? Not crap. Beastie Boys. No, not crap. The Residents. Actually, the Beastie Boys, I think, are one of the only bands ever that they they never um, sucked. Like they just kind of kept evolving and yep. do it, did interesting things. Yep, their whole career, I think. I agree with they, that. They they managed to, uh, you know, most bands should never make more than like three or four records, but they kind of just kept. They were interesting right until the end, I think. 
Yeah, Agreed. and I think the people who didn't come along for that evolution kind of missed out and were like, hey, you know, this is not... They had an idea of the band, and that as the idea of the band in their heads kept changing, you know, they, they didn't like it or whatever, and that's just, like, too bad because... I think they did evolve. Oh uh, yeah, it just got better. Wonderful evolution. Right. I, I feel there's a lot of people out there, their image of the band is still licensed to ill. Right. And and, well the Beastie Boys also never made a record that, that they never phoned it in. They always took their time making records five, seven years later on. Like not early on, but later mm-hmm. on. And they you know, they tried to make it good. And that's rare. Instead of just churning out garbage right. to sell it because they could have sold a billion records if they just, you know, released whatever. Two years down, or a year and a half down the line, but they decided not to do that, and that's respectable, in my view. Champagne Jerry, crap or not? <laughs> Sonic Youth. Uh, not crap, but also not really my thing. Jethro Tull. Same, not crap, but not my thing. <laughs> yes, finally. Finally, Mario's favorite <laughs> Mario band. Just came, Mario just came in his pants. <laughs> Mario's an old punk rocker. For some reason, he loves Jethro Tull. It's a natural, uh, natural progression. Ugh, the flute. <laughs> From tall oh, to God. Sex Pistols. <laughs> Aqu- Aqualung this. Fleetwood Mac. Definitely not crap. Crocus. Um, I'll say not crap, I guess, but... What, uh, when you guys made these, uh, like, kind of, uh, sat- satirical metal band, uh... You know, when you were in the band with Joel or whatever, what what which, bands did you have taint? in mind? Kind of, oh, well, Witch Taint and also the uh, Children of the Unicorn. Like, what did you have any like a group of bands in mind? Like, kind of like had Sp- how Spinal Tap had a group of bands in mind in my mind, like Iron Maiden and uh, whoever. Were you pairing um, anyone specifically? Not really. I mean, like Witch Taint is like more about that's like you know a fictional character. Right, and I, there's only one song, but truly, yeah, I Unicorn, tried to listen to it. MySpace is just, broken. What's that? I tried to listen to it on MySpace <laughs> today. I swear to God, that shit didn't work. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. Is it? Isn't it on iTunes? Probably. I don't know. I I went to the one. Um, which one? Which tape? But yeah, no, I couldn't find it in iTunes. It's on MySpace, and in MySpace, player no, said it was playing. Which no scene isn't on iTunes? Oh yeah, I should put it on iTunes. Yeah, do it. That's a good idea. But um, but no, Children Unicorn. I don't know. That was more like Phil's thing, and I just, I just like playing the guitar. So right, that's probably more a question for him. But actually, Phil, I think like his singing is pretty much like King, this King Diamond. Yeah, yeah. Is it fun playing in a? It's it's got to be fun playing in a band like that though. Just like to like let loose and like even though you're kind of parodying another band, I can't say parodying for shit. Um, it's kind of fun to actually like in your in you know in real life you're actually doing it and you're like can imagine yourself playing playing these goofy songs with a real metal band like an arena, you know? Yeah, I mean it's it's fun to do. Um, you know, we'll probably do some more cool. something like that again. How about uh? Um, Go ahead. What's that? Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, now that, that was just trailing off. <laughs> <laughs> Television. Not crap. You ever meet Richard Lloyd? I did meet. Actually, I have a potentially good story. You can tell me whether this is good or not. But I love all I went any to and see all Richard Lloyd Marr at uh, at um, what's it called? Music Hall of Williamsburg. 
and a friend of mine is friends with Johnny Marsh, so he's like, well, take you to meet, you know, you can meet Johnny. I'm a huge Smith fan. So I was like waiting to meet Johnny Martin. It's kind of like hanging out and talking to people. And I started talking to Richard Lloyd and I'm a huge, you know, television fan. So I'm talking to Richard Lloyd. And then my buddy, John, like was like, Hey Dave. And he's like kind of grabbing me to meet Johnny Martin. It was like, you know, it was just people hanging out, but it was still kind of like, I realized if I didn't turn around right then and meet Johnny Marr, I was probably going to miss my chance, you know, because someone else was going to jump in and start talking to him. So I was talking to Richard Lloyd and I had to be like, okay, man, good talking to you. <laughs> and like, kind of like, just kind of like abruptly stopped talking to Richard Lloyd because I wanted to meet Johnny. It was, you know, luxury problems. I had to make a really tough decision. Because <laughs> I was like, I'm already talking to someone I'm thrilled to be talking to. That's and rough. then I was like, all right, get the fuck out of here. I can <laughs> put John to Johnny Morrow. <laughs> I could picture, like, uh, meeting Richard Lloyd and him talking your ear off anyway. And be like, all right, I, you're trying to, like, I, I've done, I've met you. I need to get out of the conversation now. Thank you. <laughs> Would you excuse me for a moment, please? Great guitar. <laughs> but he was, he was One of the best, dude. best bands ever. Love television. Uh, REM. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> not crap, but not you know, yeah. I don't think that they they kind of they kind of trailed off there. Obviously, they stopped making good records. Right. All right. The Clash. So even you know they, they had some good songs. Even uh, I think even on that last record had a some good songs on it right a lot you know it's a it's a polarizing band what was well. the last record uh is it cut the crap what, what was the last clash record Mario? i thought that supernatural super serious song was he was good. talking about rem oh, oh rem oh, oh rem yeah yeah <laughs> the clash um not crap until they made cut the crap right <laughs> <laughs> good answer this man knows what he's talking about blue oyster cult Oh, not crap. One of the best bands ever. Yeah. King Crimson. Um, I'll say not crap, but I honestly uh not familiar enough to really You didn't spend give much a, time with them. A good good vote. Right. Uh, but yeah, I mean what I've heard I would say not crap, but oh. I haven't really spent much time with that. We know uh you love King Diamond, we'll skip that one. How about uh D Well I prefer Merciful Fate. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How about D.D. King? D.D. King? Yeah, yeah. Is right. that the is that the um the D rapping Ramon? Yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> um, I would I haven't heard that, but I would yeah, I would have guessed that it's crap. Uh, how about uh, Benny King? That's the uh, what does he sing? This little girl is mine. The soul uh, singer. He is also the rapping Ramon. <laughs> No, I'm thinking of Gary U.S. Bonds, oh, Benny King. Fuck Gary U.S. Bonds. I hate that guy's voice. I can't stand it. Oh, is he the guy who's like, oh, get yeah. Out, get out of my life. life. What's that? I'm running this way out of line. Yeah, that guy sucks. I'm writing him on the list. You're much too young, and I don't want to get accused of statutory what rape, fucking girl. pervert. <laughs> Gary U.S. Bonds. What a dick. Gary Glitter. <laughs> um, you know, you have to separate the man from the art. So I would say not crap, but uh, 
he's made some mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say Iron Maiden. Not crap. Aerosmith. Not crap. Chavez. Not crap. Sebado. <laughs> Stump the guest. Uh, he's having a hard time on the toilet. We already know how it's much they influence. Wait, what happened? Uh, Sebado. Can you hear me? I think we're losing him. Dave? Yeah. Sebado. Yeah, I can hear you now. Sebado. 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 Oh, Sebado, not crap. <laughs> I was just going to say, you, you had the best phone communication link up we've ever had, and now you're fading in and out. Uh, Joe Walsh, solo. Joe Walsh? Yeah. I'd say not crap. Right. I mean, as a guitar player, you appreciate Joe Walsh's guitar playing? Oh, yeah, he's great. He's amazing. This is a bit, just a big love fest. All right, uh, I think we're done. How about uh, the Pretenders? Not crap. The Misfits. We haven't really, get, we haven't really named any crappy bands, really. Uh, well, according to you, you should see uh, our other guests crap half the list. Dave, give us three <laughs> crap. Give All right, give us what are the three worst bands ever? <laughs> How about Rush? Ever? Yeah. yeah, give us your three crap. No, I'm not like really a Rush fan, really, right. but I'd say they're not crap. Yeah. That's for Phil Costello. So what do you go with? Working Man's a good song. That's what about are it your for me. three? Give us three bands. What, worst bands? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but like in the rock realm, not like something modern and it's easy to crap, you know? like so what, Give us something to get controversial. Oh, oh, like something that people think is good but yeah. is actually bad? In your mind. Um, See, this is our job. Uh, let me think. Um... You don't hate anyone that everyone's like, what are you talking about, Dave? That, that band is, everyone loves that band. How about Yes? Uh, I like Yes. But I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Like, <laughs> you don't want to listen to anyone this? that's good, you know. I mean, there's obvious, yeah, because I was going to say, like, oh, the Goo Goo Dolls or something, you know, but. Right. Um, well, how I don't about, know. I kind of like Cherry Pick. The early Goo like, Goo Dolls. We're not. What's, yeah. what's that? that Google what's that first Google Dolls record uh, or the ho, second one? Ho, Hold me up. up. I think great that's record. a good record. It's like the replacements. It's great. Yeah. And then they turned into whatever they turned into. Bon Jovi. Yeah. <laughs> well, they had. There was like the Google Dolls and this record called Jed that was kind of like the Ramones yep. needs the replacement. I have it on vinyl right here in the Hold plastic. me up, which was yeah, which was a replacement ripoff. Right. And then and then they made. I shouldn't know this, but then they made, I think, what, Superstar Car Wash or something? Right, which is which like a transitioned mix. into horrible. I even think that, um, and I'm pretty sure I'm right, that Paul Westerberg like, wrote a song on that huh. that they that they played. Like, I don't I know. I think he, he wrote the lyrics to right. a song. He emailed them the lyrics or mailed them the lyrics. And it was kind of, that. that is totally the transition. And that's no when it starts back to then. Fall, fall apart. It was on uh, Linux or something. But then after, then they started hiding the bass player because he's a little overweight in the background of the videos, and I'm like, wow, that's fucked up. Yep. Well, <laughs> that's fucked yeah. up. Not only will they not let him sing anymore, now yeah. they hide him and they blur his body out. Thank you. Well, <laughs> I know we're you know, all contemplating that now. <laughs> but ready. they're almost like two different bands. Like you, you 
I would wager that there's no one that went to see the Goo Goo Dolls and not when they were doing Hold Me Up that was seeing them when they were doing the, you no, know, all that no, horrible they, they weren't. soundtrack I saw, stuff. I, totally agree. I saw them at CBGB's. Did you use all those? Me yep. too. Yeah. Well, it was a good show. I spaced out. What band are we talking about? The, the Goo Goo Dolls. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, maybe you're at that show. There, there was this old story about their, when they went on tour with the replacements that, uh, you know, the Goo Goo Dolls would play with no shoes on because they're, you know, whatever. To drools. And uh, so uh, I think the replacements put a bunch of, uh, you know, those like glue traps from mice and roaches, <laughs> put them all over the stage and they came out to like rock and got all stuck to the glue traps. It was great. <laughs> awesome. All right. So just uh, what's it? Well, all right. Somebody on the chat box is saying he'll definitely crap Pearl Jam. <laughs> well, you, I was thinking that Dave Hill, are you here to crap Pearl Jam? Wait, what? Is Pearl, Pearl Jam, Jam crap or not crap? Uh, I guess I'd have to say crap. I mean, I think, um, how about Hitler at the time, the Hitler, (laughs) you know, he had some good ideas. Don't even, don't even, you know, he built roads, I guess, you know, (laughs) no, no, I think his presentation, the uniforms and stuff, that was all pretty good. Good marketing. You know, you know that if Tommy Rockstar was lived in the, in the time, (laughs) he would totally be doing the merch for the Nazis. No questions (laughs) asked. God, so oh, me. stop well, it. You know, he you would. can hit up Trump. If he's got no moral compass when it comes to merch. Oh, stop it. I, <laughs> boy, I've turned down accounts. All right, Dave, who's the, uh, just a couple more questions. Who's the biggest asshole in rock and roll? Don't be shy. Come on. Who's the biggest, you ever meet the a guy? biggest asshole uh, in rock and roll. You're like, you, meet, you meet this guy, you're like, wow, I cannot believe what a dick he is. Um, I'm trying to think. If I've ever met anyone that I thought was like a huge dick, we can Aww. we can alter that and say the biggest uh, asshole in comedy. How about John Lydon? <laughs> oh, did you ever meet? Yeah, how about, John you know, Lydon. Anybody? Okay, John Come Lydon. on, did you ever comedian? Meet? I never met John Lydon. He's a um, dick. I don't know. <laughs> you met John Lydon from Mario? Mario doesn't like Yes, him. he threw me out several occasions. Fucking <laughs> 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 dick. I've met there's even even you know in comedy the only people. I've met very few people. I can I can honestly think of like three people ever that I thought acted like a dick to me. Let's start with those. And it would be just, and they're kind of just random people that like, but it's definitely not, um, you know, none of them were like huge stars or anything like that. Right, yeah. Well, it's more just people. <laughs> I find like, you know, most people that are dicks in music or comedy, it's not like uh, big famous people. It's people that got like a little taste of success and then started acting like dicks to people. But I think that's, you know. That's right in our wheelhouse. What's the thing? What's that? That's right in our wheelhouse. We probably. <laughs> Well, they say, what? what's that saying? Like, success doesn't change people. It allows people to be who, who they, they really always, who they really are. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I've seen some people in whatever different areas of entertainment who you're kind of like, what are they being such an asshole for? Because they're just got, you know, a web series or something. But, um, 
I don't know. All right. Okay, but I'll give you an answer. No, I don't know. I'm trying to think. <laughs> I don't really have any. No one's really like. There's people that I wouldn't mention, but I wish I could say like, you know, Axl Rose or something. But I've never met him. Right. <laughs> I met Slash before. He was a delight. Yeah, <laughs> I heard he's a nice guy. Tommy, you meet you met Slash, right? Yeah, I met he Slash. tattooed your arm. He did. Yeah. And was he nice to you? Slash, when I met him, he was the one I interacted with the absolute least when I was waiting on the line, and they were like, all right, yeah. get your autograph here, keep moving. And I was like, no, I want right. to talk to him. <laughs> well, how, how did you and where did you meet him, uh, Dave? Um, my first band opened up for Slash's Snake Pit. Nice. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wait, what? And, uh, and then he was very nice, and Gilby Clark was very nice and told me to go ahead and make myself a sandwich <laughs> from the food. Like meat tray. Get meat, big yeah. Yes. I had a turkey sandwich. Cold cuts. Gotta love that rider. Did they Did they get what you were playing? Were they into what you were doing? They weren't watching. What's that? Did, did they like appreciate what you were doing? Did they get what your, your act was in your band? Oh, I don't know. I don't know if they saw our band or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were eating sandwiches, Tommy. <laughs> when you go up on stage now, you bring the guitar every time if you do a, a stand-up? No, just sometimes. It, you know, it's kind of a pain in the ass um, yeah. to carry stuff. So, if, I'm like tomorrow, I'm doing uh, Anchors Bend in Asbury Park. I'll play a little guitar at that. Nice. As yeah. a for instance. I'll probably see you there. Dave, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you calling in being sick thanks for thanks for having me i'm, I'm sorry i couldn't be there in person Listen, i i appreciate you staying on the line this I'm long like, real nice i didn't want to wake up dead tomorrow sure yep. i hear you so we'll let you go i'll let you get some sleep and uh do you have anything to plug before we let you go yeah i'm at well at anchors then tomorrow with greg barris that'll be fun and that's very park and then uh i don't know my new comedy album new wish comedy album let me turn you on and then the goddamn Dave Hill Show on WFMU. Yeah, you go. yeah. and you guys could uh, find all this stuff on DaveHillOnline.com, I would assume. Yep. Yep. All right. Thanks so much, Dave. It's Good talk true. to you, bro. Thanks, you guys. All right. Thanks, thanks man. I just called someone bro. I ne- I've it. never done Day that. Three. Ever. I, I just bro- thanks, bro. I, I just broed him by accident. <laughs> you want to butt heavy, bro? I appreciate okay. it, Dave. Thanks, man. Take care, buddy. Thanks, bro. Take bye, care Dave. of yourself, bro. Right. Bye-bye. <laughs> Later. All right. There's Dave Hill yeah. of many things. He's Very nice. Cobra Verde, his new band, or his current band, Valley Lodge. Lodge who's a great band, and uh, the goddamn Dave Hill Show on WFMU, Monday nights, 9 to 12 a.m., right to midnight. He wrote the theme song for the John Oliver Show last week tonight, and he does all sorts of stuff. And we were nice to talk to him. He stayed on the line for a long time. Appreciate that, Dave. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and we'll take a break, and when we come back, we'll do this Tommy's News and a Ryan game. Not necessarily in that order. <laughs> yeah. Live from the garage.
I dreamed that I was hard, hard. Fuck, 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 fuck. To arrive, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Saturday, gonna play video games. Saturday, Saturday, too lazy to go over my friends' names. Saturday, Saturday, never gonna be too lame. Sunday, go to church. Monday, back to school. Tuesday, computer class. Wednesday, piano class. Thursday, violin. Friday, dancing class. Then comes. Saturday, lay around and watch TV. Saturday, gonna play on my PC. Saturday, been waiting all of the week. Saturday, 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 Saturday.
that's the Rutabaga with Comeback Big Brother off their album, Steely Dan's Greatest Hits. Uh, yeah, thank you, Rutabaga. Before that, we heard um, a song, I guess, Our Kids Just Made Inside. Right. Saturday. I, even, oh, Saturday. I, I had no idea my wife was even going out. I was, I'm supposed to be watching the kids? I don't even know what's going on. I guess Ryan's going in, in there and checking on them every once in a while or something. <laughs> so cool. I have no clue what's happening. Great hot, song. Hot great out song. of the kitchen, too. Yeah, and so hot out of the kitchen. These kids, you know, that's Mike, Aiden there and uh, Ryan's children are taking a page out of uh, Kevin's book. And making that song. This is, that's all They're Kevin. Kevin uh, Mario's son is a great songwriter. He wrote Drummer in the Backseat. Is Kevin in there? No, no, no he's no. home. Hey, Ryan, do you have Drummer in the Backseat? Put that on. It reminded me of uh, Sebado. It rem- ah, Saturday. My, this mixer is on its last legs, I got to admit. You guys all, you all have to give me $400. All right, fair enough. I got I got one for you. Is I that because of the champagne I sprinkled all over it? Uh, yep. See? See what? Hey, hey. You got to yell into the mic to get it to go again. It's horrible. I've ruined another thing here. This is Saturday. Dancing can be dangerous. Whoa, I don't know what the hell was that. <laughs> 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 the it can be. Sound Dancing can be dangerous. It can be. Yo, Kev. Dancing can be dangerous. 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 Dancing can be dangerous. All dances can hurt you. Salsa, boogie, breakdance, ha! All dances can hurt you. Dancing can be dangerous. 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 Dancing can be dangerous. All dances can hurt you. Sprinkler, disco, cabbage, patch. All dances can hurt you. Over time now. Is that my kid or Kevin? We just found a new theme song. Dancing can be dangerous. 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 Dancing can be dangerous. All dances can hurt you. 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 It's on beat, though. He's got rhythm. From the top! Dancing can be dangerous. 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 Dancing can be dangerous. All dances Ryan. can hurt you. Salsa, boogie, breakdance, ha! Ah, all dances can hurt you. I had no idea dancing my child was can such be a dangerous, dangerous, dangerous. Dancing can be dangerous. Like. All dances can hurt you. Sprinkler, disco, cabbage, patch. All dances can hurt you. More time now. Is this my son's dancing phone? Dancing can be dangerous, yes. dangerous, oh God, dangerous. Dancing can be dangerous, dangerous, dangerous. Dancing oh can God. be dangerous, dangerous, dangerous. Dancing can be dangerous, dangerous, dangerous. Uh, number 30 on the chat box saying, Bandcamp page yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I like dancing can be dangerous. You're going to play this back for him too. when he's like 30. There's him and uh, Mario's son. Drummer in the backseat. This is it? Yeah. Drummer in the backseat. That's Kevin. <laughs> He's giving them a great beat. <laughs> he is in a rock song. Bongo, bongos need a little work. Everybody loves him. They all sound like Devo. Thinking, <laughs> 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 calling, calling his name. Name. Oh, wow. I don't care. He loves it. Breaking, screaming, crush it, take it, push it, show it, hey, hey, hey. The drummer in the backseat, giving him a great beat. beat. <laughs> he knows it. He's in a rock song. Everybody loves him. <laughs> Making money, taking fame. He would do it if they thought it was lame. He's the best of the best, better than the rest. 
He would a every drum and test. He knows where it's at. Drum and test. And that's that. And now he is yeah. He's running out Drummer of in the backseat. Giving them a great beat. Wow. He's in a rock song. Everybody loves him. There's no reason to believe it's not true. The fact that everyone knew. <laughs> it's always been there. Everywhere. He will always be. The drummer in the backseat. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I've wasted my life. <laughs> I have to tell you, writing stupid songs. He's been listening to Mirror in the Bathroom, and that's a direct <laughs> ripoff. Oh, he ripped a song off, Mario. Those I got are strong <laughs> lyrics. I like I say? I, I'm loving like that bridge part. That that's fucking. They they know how to construct songs with verses and choruses think, and bridges. I think it's nuts. Aching no to be in a band. Fucking, it's way it's better a than Rutabagas. Never playing that again. <laughs> Turn your theme song. Uh, how old is your son, Mario? 10? 11. 11. Wow, drummer in the backseat. They back all get seat. along swimmingly. Seat. It's great. <laughs> I have to thank you guys because if it I wasn't think- for you guys, I'd have my children would be like, Clueless. And nobody to hang out with. I think I might have sheltered my son a little too much if he thinks every dance is really dangerous. <laughs> he did mention the dangerous ones. I got to admit. Uh, where, how does he know what the cabbage patch is? Uh, that's I what sh- I was going to say. I should probably talk to my kids once Listen, in a while and see what's going it's on. Your wife feeding him. He forgot. <laughs> he forgot to mention slam dancing. Right, and that's here's the how. most dangerous of all. John, th- th- isn't don't the isn't cabbage patch mentioned in a Beastie Boys song? Uh, yeah, sure. Lots so, of so I know your kids are Beastie Boys fans. No, you they don't listen to a Beastie Boys. No, I would say there, there's the Cabbage Patch right there. Nah, well, you know, I mean, I, you know, I can't let, let them listen to the Beastie Boys. They're talking no, about that's... having sex with chicks and whatnot. And guys, what is the Cabbage Patch? <clears throat> I have is no it, idea. Is it like uh, I want to? If you want, I, I could show you the spank, the Patty Duke. Wait, wait, Mario's going to do Lewis. it. Mario's, uh, God, I wish everyone could see this. <laughs> I wish everyone could see this. That's the ca- that's the Smurf. No, that's the Smurf. Mario's Mario's doing the Smurf and the Cabbage Patch right now. I, I was taught how to do the WAP recently. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I think Mario just did uh, that. You know, I am known to do A the WAP, WAP. I can and do I'm it. also known for the Flintstone flop. That's <laughs> that's racist. Do you well, know, it's, do you know it's the name do... of a dance. It's not, I didn't make it up. Do you know how to do the Hucklebuck? I'd never heard of it. <laughs> oh, if you could teach me, I could learn. I'm willing to learn. Music off at Honeymooners. Do the Hucklebuck. Guys, Music off had nothing to do with the Hucklebuck. <laughs> we had to do it at that night. Yeah, but I'll dance. Hey, everybody, here's the news with Tommy Rockstead. Oh, wait, we should do a Ryan game, right? Doesn't yeah. matter. We can change it up. We got 20 minutes. <laughs> I'm not calling my agent after the show. You could be right first. <laughs> I have some. Tommy's got to get out of here. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Back this show up. Yeah, Mary's wants 20 to leave. minutes. First of all, I came in. Now we're over the hill. I was falling asleep. That guy was pretty. His voice was so soothing. Thank you, Dave Hill. Just saying Dave's cadence was, uh, well, you know, Dave, Dave's not exactly shot out of a, out of a cannon. Yeah. No, he had a good voice, and his radio connection was amazing. That was the best we've ever had. Can you bust the tango? <laughs> good job, Brian. RoboCop. Music off, as always. Roger Rabbit, running man. <laughs> I could do it all. I, do I used the, to break uh, dance. I do the shopping, you know, when you're... Push the cart. Right. Shopping cart. Grab something <laughs> off the shelf. Listen, before we get into the news, John. Yeah, what's your, I, mem- what's I, your memory stick here, Mary? I talked to you last night. And you did? I yeah, you were it, drunk in the garage. I, I've been getting into this rhythm where basically I do my fatherly stuff, then my daughter make dinner, <laughs> the 
Time out one second. Mario calls me and he's hoping that I'm also drunk. He's like, <laughs> what are you doing, Captain? <laughs> it's very and sad. And I'm like, nothing. And I'm like, and he's like, you're not in the garage. I'm like, no. He's like, I'll let you go then. Yeah, if he's not I'm in like, the garage, I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm drinking. Just... I'm watching TV. Yeah. I'm Hanging out with you in the house is weird, actually. <laughs> 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 yeah. No one wants that. <laughs> it's a little too civilized for my taste. <laughs> when he found out I wasn't in the garage, he hung up on me. He's like, all right. Well, listen, you're not in the garage. You obviously need to go to bed. And that's exactly what I do. I, I, I do the dinner. We put the, My daughter goes to sleep. My son and my wife go watch TV. And. I go to the garage and you know what happened when I tried to go to sleep then? I tried to go to sleep early. I went upstairs. I started watching the Warriors. Nice. Because I've never seen the Warriors, believe what? it or not. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. I yeah. wish I, I wish I could say that. So I turned it on and uh they were just uh they were they were at the ninety sixth Street station, which I while watching the movie, I believe that 96th Street station is actually seventy second street. Because Grace Papai is across the street. Uh-huh. And I think that's actually the seventh because I could tell the station. Anyway, I I might be wrong. So I'm watching the movie. I'm like, guys, oh, this is great. I get to watch the Warriors. I've never seen it before, and uh, now it's about uh, it's getting close to two. And my wife, meanwhile, she has the TV on the entire time. She's sleeping and she's fast asleep since like ten o'clock, at least, maybe nine thirty. I go up there and I'm watching the Warriors, and it's turned off the TV. And I'm like, all right, I, I, I'm watching a movie. It'll be over in a minute. She's, and we get into a huge fight. I end up sleeping on the couch. I can't go to sleep until six o'clock in the morning, and I had the TV off. I couldn't. I could not sleep. Oh, I hate that. I was staring at the wall. Yeah. That's right. Once the TV goes off, and then you're just laying there. I just go to sleep. I fall asleep with the TV on. I oh, tried to too. jo one extra time just to get it going. <laughs> oh. Nothing. I couldn't sleep. <laughs> Two timer. <laughs> I went double jo. So you were watching the Warriors and never got to see. No, I never. End. I was. I was. Ten minutes away from the ending. There's oh, a dude. The whole movie t- takes a 180, man. I think. Oh, don't even tell yeah. me nothing because I will. I'm. I, I was at Union Square already. John, did you get to hear the Warriors? No. You didn't get to that part. I got oh, to the. I saw it's... them fight the women gang when they got trapped. I knew oh, it was yeah. a, I, the Lizzies. The Lizzies. I knew yeah. it was a trap. I guns. saw them fight the Furies, which the was completely Furies. insane. They run from the Furies for like twenty minutes, and they finally decided to stop and fight like twenty guys, and I'm they not win. For these clowns, it's insane. That's what. Mark and then is. the dude right. gets arrested by the cops for for he uh you know goes uh, the undercover cop gets him and handcuffs him to the bench. What about the uh, overall gang? The, the the one guy on roller Oh, skates? yeah, the roller skate guys. That, guy, are that was pretty intimidating yeah, the first time I saw This is where I tapped out. They all go into the bathroom, and I missed that whole fight. That right. was the last thing I saw. Uh, they start breaking up the stall to uh, make Shh, weapons. Don't tell me. Wow. Uh, listen, this is a funny thing. I grew up in the 70s, and there were no such gangs in New York. This is it. Well, it was in L.A. No, it was supposed to be the future at that point. That's the whole I thing. I see. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was a little Ma- dystopian. Mario's, and, and, Mario's right. A lot of it was I like to watch the movie because I like to see... Um, the subway signs and like which ones have changed and which ones haven't. Like the old black uh, uh, black sign with the big red red exit and the white letters, that's stayed the same. Those signs have not moved. Right, uh, right. John. There's even even better than the movie. There's a documentary, and I also out. noticed that the tile is brand new. Is this new. the reunion? Well, John, like, we were Ooh, just saying, that, like, that's when the tile was new. Yeah, I was <laughs> just going to mention that. A lot yeah, of it was right. filmed in Los Angeles. The uh, Warriors reunion documentary, as Brian said, is amazing. It, they it, they went back and they're riding the same trains and right, but they're all a little heavy. And it's the Lizzies more. are now the thin Lizzies are now really fat. <laughs> right, the girl from Too Close for Comfort was in the movie. Yes, right, but yeah. it's also about right, right. But it's all, the documentary is also about the original gangs of the Bronx and what, no, what that's, gang that's like. the Wanderers. 
That's not the Warriors. That's the Wanderers. That's another no, great movie about gangs. <laughs> that's not what I'm thinking. Hey, wait. Did the Knicks fucking beat the Thunder? Yes. Yeah. But they're, they're playing without Durant. Yeah. They're still, still playing with the, what's his name? Yeah. Porzingis. No, no. The Who's the other guy Arsugas. in the Thunder? Who's oh, uh, Westbrook is the other what, guy in the Thunder. Yeah, Russell Westbrook. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. Hey, John, quick question. Go Knicks. What city is the, are the Thunder from? Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City. Originally, uh, Seattle Supersonics. Right. Okay. The Seattle moved the to Oklahoma. Thunder. Right. Thunder. And that, well, Yikes. real quick, the scene with the orphans that was uh, that was shot in Astoria. You oh can yeah. See when they're running down the block, they run past uh, not Kaufman Astoria, yeah. the other uh, studio. Silver right. Cup. I had a gang when we were growing up. <laughs> the Squeeze Gang. The Squeeze Gang was our rapper gang, a rap group which helped us get out of the uh, middle class ghetto we were in. I have but trouble picturing you in a vest with no shirt I, on. I, I really hated fighting. I, I didn't like it. This gang life was just too intense. I remember clearly. It's like I had to go out of the bar, and they were all out there, and it's like, okay, I'll do the old break the bottle. They'll all go away. These guys just wrap their shirts, their jackets, their dungaree jackets around their arms. It's like, I can't, I can't hurt you. I, so I threw the bottle down, and I, I became a pacifist. It makes sense. It's, it's crazy. Did you did you have something you wanted to lead with before we did the news, Mario? Well, I was just saying, every night I get into my garage and I research something every night. I, last uh, The other night I researched Dave Hill because of the interview. And the night before that, Ethan Mursky, our good friend, uh, yeah. and who's thrown out of Paganyu Hot, and I want him back in. Was he thrown out? I don't know. He no, just he left self-exiled. Oh, okay. I, I want t- him back. No, because I told him to fuck off. He's the harbinger of doom, and because I love him. Everything we're in the World Series now, and he's like, oh, season's over, and I'm fucking sick of it, so I told him to fuck off, and he fucked off. And he did. Uh, and not, so, I'm not an administrator of Paganyu Hot. I, che- I have no power. I, it was a random post. It was on the timeline. It was one of his videos. And so I started looking at his videos, and I messaged him. I said, Ethan, I, I'm really digging your groovy melodies, which he had no clue what that meant. I said, that's a Mario Barrageism. Uh, what's that mean? I just so, got turned on to your yeah. groovy melodies. He's very literal. He doesn't get jokes yeah. or anything. Yeah. Right. But I think we need to get him on because his deadpan Lou Reed, Jonathan Richmond singing style is really intriguing me. Yeah. Stephen Wright. And, and it'll probably be bad as hell, but I want Ethan back on Pagan. And I want Ethan to call in or come here and play the acoustic guitar. Can First we of all, do that? It's like a- Stephen Wright without jokes. Right. Let's, let's sign him up. It's Aton, by the way. It's Aton. Yeah. Of course. I got to say his name wrong. Stop emailing people on behalf of the show. Don't <laughs> censor me, John no. Houlihan. Did you ever hear back from Mamrie? No. Why? Because you're a nut. Mamrie. I love her. <laughs> and that's all been right, the Mario take Sorrow. five with Mario No, no, no. I didn't get to the point <laughs> of the matter when I researched the most. The Ryan game. No. I researched last night this whole terrorism shit has got me... Oh, st- fucking! We, it's ten know, minutes left of the show. I know nothing about current events, so I have to figure out what's it on. Yeah, let's go out on a high note. And I realize this ISIS crap is really bugging me, so I spent the night researching ISIS. So I always nice. play with sticks. And did you know that they are currently have a country? Uh, they took over part of Iraq. Yes. This this, this city, Molan, Mulun, whatever. Oh my god! Uh, so I don't know. I just think it's time for something to happen. Okay. Like what? Like what? Yeah. My uncle Vinny needs to put together a brigade, <laughs> and uh, Tommy is going to tell us more about that. You know, it was funny because it's guy, really serious about what's going is, on. This there. guy went on Good Day New York or something, and it was like, "Oh, the Sicilian the, the ISIS won't come here because the Sicilian mafia has got the place locked down." Please. And so at the end of it, you see his name is like Gino Gambino, yeah, Giovanni Gambino. Yeah. Listen. And at the end of the article, you look at the byline, and it goes, 
by G- Giovanni Gambino. Like he, he did his own press release, a la Tommy Rockstar. Uh. They need to worry about the Russians and the Koreans more than the Italian mafia. They're, they're, Italian mafia is just old, old time news. Now. Here, here it says Gambino just, says that ISIS fears the Sicilian mafia. Therefore, no underground cells have taken root in Sicily. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the island has not suffered any terrorist incidents. <laughs> Actually, I heard that the Islamic State was in Italy. Now that's Italian. Oh, did you? Yeah. But what are they called, Brian? They call them Italian ISIS. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, my yeah, goodness, Francis. Oh, Ryan. Ryan <laughs> made me laugh out loud. It's all in the delivery. Ryan. You like that setup, Ryan, right? That was, that was great. That was great. <laughs> my dad told me that joke. <laughs> I did hear it from a 70-year-old person myself. I hear there's a, uh, Don Rickles has a message for ISIS. Why don't you work a zoo and stop bothering people? <laughs> So what are, what are the Italians doing there, Tom? And that's the news. What? <laughs> Everyone's getting shafted tonight. <laughs> Damn right. And that's the Ryan game. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Good night. Uh, Kazuga saying, John's dad made that joke already. Everyone drink a LaCroix. <laughs> I'll I do- hope you're doing well, Kazugas. I support you in your non-drinking uh, ways. Yeah, Please right. stop it. I'll Thank do you. like uh, half the news. How's that? We'll do a couple stories. And that's it. It's half the news got- with Tommy Rockstar. Non-breaking news. Tommy Rockstar. All right. This is a story out of Vietnam. <clears throat> An exasperated Vietnamese man whose name is... <laughs> whose name is... I am so sorry, everyone. Whose name is Fuck That Bitch. Oh, yeah, this guy. <laughs> has shared a photo of his passport to prove that his real name actually is what it is after being <laughs> banned multiple right. times. This poor guy, his real name is, is Fuck That Dat Bitch. That's right. Uh, fuck That Bitch, age 23, told Facebook uh, he finds it highly irritating at that quote, nobody seems to believe me when I'm my full legal name is what how you see it. Right. The photo of his old passport clearly displays the name whose... Correct pronunciation is approximately Foo Da Bic and has been shared tens of thousands of times. Uh, I've been accused of using a false and misleading name, which I find very offensive, Dat Bitch said, who is utterly confused why he keeps getting banned, thinking and assuming it's because he's Asian. Patrick Walsh, you're on the air. Hey, what's up? I just wanted to call in and help ruin Tommy's news. <laughs> hey, Patrick. Yeah. I'm lost without you, Pat. Yeah. You think th- this can actually be ruined? <laughs> <laughs> what's going on, Pat? Pat from Chicago. You're on the fan. How's the pizza? Hey, what's going on? Yeah, not, not, not a great fan tonight. Lost two points to the uh, to the Canadians there earlier. But oh, I did you? learn something. I have Danzig news. Oh, Danzig news. Breaking news. Yeah, so I was watching a uh, I was watching a, uh, a hockey night Canada stream to to catch the game on my iPad, and it turns out that uh, there's a a rum brand, a Sailor Jerry's rum, that's using Misfits Wear Eagles Dare in their commercial. Ah, illegally. Currently, Danzig needs Danzig needs more money for comic books. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so for some reason, I didn't feel that Danzig would have a problem selling out too much, you know. Yeah, exactly. It was just a wealth integrity. Every time I think of Danzig going on tour, I think of like an eight-year-old packing a bag, like putting comic books and action figures in it. Amazing. (laughs) I'm ready for the tour. You bring clothes, Danzig? Oh, Uh, right. uh, No, I... 
I only have this leather vest. That's all I packed. <laughs> and my guitar. Can I put it in the overhead uh, cabin? So what's, what's going all on? Right, well, I'll let you kids get back at it. All right. Thanks, man. Enjoy Chicago and uh, be safe, brother. Will do. See you. See you next week. Later. There's Pat Wallace checking in from Chicago. Let's move on with Tommy's news. Mr. Bitch also added that his Facebook account had been shut down multiple times and he had been forced to change his name repeatedly. TRNN reached out to fuck that bitch for comment, um, <laughs> but our Jesus calls were made unanswered. You called? He didn't get back to you? Apparently not. <laughs> um, Should you typed in the right email? <laughs> this story is out of Massachusetts. A woman who belongs to a cult called the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster right. has been allowed to wear a pasta colander on her head in her driver's license photo after originally being told not to. Uh, Lindsay Miller of Lowell, Massachusetts. She's a pasta She's a pasta farin. She likes to wear a colander on her head. Considers herself a pastafarian in August, was repeatedly uh, denied a, a renewed license by the Massachusetts DMV for wearing a spaghetti strainer on her head. Right. Uh, now, yeah, she kept wanting to take a DMV picture, but they wouldn't let her. But yeah, now, now she's allowed. I thought that happened. That's that's from a while back, though. Well, yeah, but this is it's 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 re reemerged. Okay, it's reemerged because she was finally allowed. This is freedom of religion. Yeah, I should man. be able to take my dork out in my license picture if I want to be the you know I praise dorks. Well, yeah, why not? Uh, Look, cool. And this way, <laughs> you take your license picture with your dork out, and then when the cop comes to the window, you have your dork out, and everything <laughs> seems normal. <laughs> I guess that would work. Uh, well, it looks like, uh, have a good night, Mr. Hulan. Be on your way. <laughs> they were they were laughing at me, Miller told TRN. Uh, I thought uh, it was not fair. Uh, just because you haven't heard of my belief system doesn't mean you can be discriminating against me. Right. I agree. Yeah, I guess so. Listen, all religion is crackpot bullshit. There's no, no who's to decide what's more crackpot or less crackpot than the next guy. Ridiculous. I agree. I agree. Um, for the sake of time, I'm going to keep moving. A transgender Florida man who had been taking testosterone pills for years thought he was out of shape and needed to work out more was baffled to find out that he was actually pregnant. Uh, Caden Coleman, age 29, was originally born a woman but had been living as a man for nearly a decade, waiting for a double mas- mastectomy when he found out. Uh, when he noticed he was putting on weight. Uh, the man had been taking hormones for five years and never expected he would get pregnant. Uh, but ahead of the mastectomy, uh, a trip of uh, a trip to the doctors confirmed... <laughs> you think this is the real Quaid? It is. <laughs> <laughs> confirmed Mr. Coleman was in fact 21 weeks pregnant. Mr. Coleman's pregnancy appears to have gone largely unnoticed outside of their family. Uh, quote, the woman in the shop said to me, honey, you look like you're pregnant. I just laughed and said I am, but she didn't believe me. <laughs> and I guess the last story of the night is a Chicago teenager has been arrested after allegedly calling 911 and asking the, the dispatcher, where the hose at? Right. What's uh, wrong with that? I don't know. The 18-year-old uh, Dennis Higgins uh, dialed 911 on his cell phone last Saturday night and asked the dispatcher where's the where the hose at, at which point the dispatcher told Higgins that the uh, that they only respond to emergency calls, not jokes. Higgins then repeatedly responded by telling the dispatcher that this was indeed an emergency and that he urgently needed a hoe to give him a head. Did he have two Doberman pinchers with him at, at all times? <laughs> Apparently. Oh, his name's Higgins. I Higgins. Um, it's a Magnum P.I. Yeah, joke. Magnum P.I. joke, yeah. Uh, authorities, <laughs> <laughs> authorities immediately tracked down his location and arrested Dennis for disorderly conduct. According to police, upon being arrested, Dennis continued asking the officers, so y'all ain't gonna tell me where the hose at. <laughs> yeah, I like this guy. Right? <laughs> what kind of country we live in where you can't even ask a simple question? You right. have to get arrested. No, huh? sorry, you have to. Ask, you call three one one to ask where the hose are at. That's I, right. He continued. I heard whenever you need help, you just call the police. But I ju- did just that, and all they did was come to my crib and arrest me. 
this Ge- crib. Guessing all the hoes are in jail. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the poor guy, you know, he's dumb. He's just trying to be funny. Yeah, leave him alone. He just wanted to know what the hoes at. Officers at the scene uh, stated, quote, people prank call us all the time. The only difference is with this guy is that he didn't even bother to call from a private number or a payphone. <laughs> number 30 on the chat box is right. Might as well commit to the bit, like, after you get arrested. <laughs> Listen, yeah. I just want to know yeah. what the hoes at. Commit to the bit. It's the only, it's the only <laughs> way out. <laughs> just commit to the whole thing. Once you get the cuffs on you, it's, it's hats off to Larry. The man stands the face up to a year in jail and be fined up to $1,000 <laughs> for his actions. A year in jail. Whenever they say someone faces a year in jail, it never happens. Right. He's going to get fined right. 500 bucks. He's going to make a pickup garbage for two days, and he'll find out where the hoes are at eventually. Thank right. you. And, and maybe, maybe the bit will get so funny that he'll end up on Jimmy Fallon, you know? Right. Well, and, nothing, and it, nothing funny ever ends up on right. Jimmy Fallon. And then, the guy, right. and then Jimmy Fallon can fall all over him. That you know? fucking oh, guy oh, sucks. Hey, speaking of oh, which, I hate Jimmy. Where are the hoes at? Speaking hate of which, him. Hope, 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 hate, hope. Hate him. That's. How do you like Colbert so far? He blows. Uh, oh, Colbert. Colbert. Yeah, 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 I haven't watched anything. It's yeah. been pretty. Yeah, funny. I, I haven't even seen it. Yeah, it's weird. It's like when yeah. it goes to public. I wonder if he yeah. succeeds. It's, it's different, and you knew it would be, but yeah, Jimmy Fallon different. sucks. Jimmy Kimmel sucks. Fucking Ain't Seth no Meyers sucks. But all their Ain't music no directors Carson, are great. That's for sure. I should be the host of the fucking Tonight Show, and that's the way it should be. These guys when, suck. When, when Johnny's not there. Suck. Oh, really? Ooh. Oh, really? <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, Rich was just saying that uh, Colbert had James Taylor on and hit a really, really funny bit, so we'd have to look oh, it up. Oh, did it? Was yeah. it when he, uh, did he have James Taylor pretend to hit uh, his wife? No. All the things you've seen, I've seen a lot of things since I wrote that song. Oh, yeah, that's good? <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. Hey, you know what I forgot to tell you guys? No. That's the news. That's the news. The news. Thank, Thank you, Tommy. Thank you, Tommy. Tommy Rockstar's bullshit. Good job, Tommy. All right, uh, is the show over? No, Tommy. Hey, did you bring us some Rangers shirts? Uh, yes, actually, I no. got some. Rangers yeah, shirts. baby. But they're uh, in my. Oh, wash. but they're all for John. I gave one to John. And and don't even tell wash. him what. Because he'll hold it against me. It's time to play the Ryan no, no, game. I will. I will not hold it against you. I'm the one who against. Dumbasses, they really are. Started this thread. Were you drunk when you got here or what? <laughs> I'm drunker now what than I was before. I'll tell you that much. I gotta uh, be honest, you kind of make no sense. <laughs> we know Even this. Even the one question, you waited so patiently and so perfectly to ask a question to our guest, and the and the one time the guest was like, What the hell are you guys talking oh, about? Oh, John Hulan, go question. fuck yourself. How's that? <laughs> can you understand that? Uh, he did research for days. I can. I can understand that. Thank you, Mary. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> You can go fuck yourself, too. I hope uh, your family has AIDS. Thank you. <laughs> now wow. you've hit below the belt. <laughs> <laughs> you you bring my children That's what you get it. for having sex on stage in Germany. You never know what you're going to catch. <laughs> Amsterdam. I caught it. Oh, yeah, you time. never even mentioned uh, Charlie Sheen. Yeah, I was going to. You know, uh, It's too mainstream, though, a, for... A friend of the show the great fed me that up. information before it broke, and uh, you know, I find it, kind of find it personal information. So. Yeah, you know, it's kind of fucked up. It's like almost like, uh, it's, uh, like shaming the guy. Yeah, whatever, dude. I mean, you he's, know, he's fucking... a jerk. Because my whole thing is, he went around and he infected all these women, knowing. So that's some Bill Cosby. Type Did he? Shit. Are you yeah, sure about that? That's, wow. that's allegedly, but mm. you know, well, with, with, with the holes in the condom, that guy. No, Charlie Sheen. <laughs> oh no, that guy. A separate conversation. Uh, hey, Brian, music off. No, no. How, how you doing, man? Welcome to the show. This is part of your. This is a good news story. There was a dentist who was busted today for intentionally. Spreading AIDS by putting holes in condoms and oh, your other rotten shit too. That's hilarious. Finally, it's not hilarious. <laughs> you seem a little too enthusiastic about <laughs> telling that story. The only AIDS I like to give is lemonades. Yeah. 
Hey, Ryan, you have a game for us? Let's play. Uh, this is a game I've seen on the internet for quite a while, and uh, but I, I've been meaning to bring it in here and just see how see how you guys do with this. All right. Basically, the game is who said it, and I'm sure everybody's seen this already. But who said it? Donald Trump or Frank Reynolds? character from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia portrayed by Danny, Danny DeVito. I don't really watch that show, but I'll play. Are you familiar with this character on the show, though? Uh, yeah, kind of. He gets a little outrageous sometimes in his dialogue, so... Yes, I know him. You know him? Yes, I Did do. you somebody turn off your mic? No. Now, now he's on Pat's. Yeah, uh, he's switching mics. Are you uh, fucking kidding me? Tell John. Well, because I thought somebody was moving in. Oh, oh. Not, we're gonna yeah, Rich, you get in there. All right, Rich, Rich has his own mic now. All right. Am I? Yeah. Rich, can you hear me? Yes. Speak into the microphone, please. Yeah. Hello, microphone. All right, there's Rich. That's Rich. All right, Ryan, go ahead, please. Can we do this in 10 minutes or what? We could do this really quick. Nice. I got to pee. Make it Okay, fast. here we go. Number one. There's nothing more threatening to a man than a woman who's smart and attractive. Who said that, John? Is that uh, Donald Trump or Frank Reynolds? I will say that is, um, hmm, oof. I'll say, uh, I'll say it's uh, the guy from Always Sunny's in Philadelphia, Danny okay. DeVito's character. Tommy? Frank Reynolds. Mario? Uh, that was Trump. And begin. Rich? Definitely Trump. And Brian? Trump. The correct answer is Frank Reynolds. Oh, I'm right. So, John. Who's chewing fucking into the microphone? Mario. And Tommy. I'm not Tommy. chewing. Brian That's Music rich. Off. Who do you think it is? <laughs> of course it's Rich. That's Rich's signature sound. <laughs> chewing sound. I kind of like it. A man needs a sustenance. Leave him alone. <laughs> that guy eats more chips and drinks more Pepsi than anybody I know. We true. support that. Rich, do me a favor. Chew directly into that microphone so we can hear you. Thank you. <laughs> Let us isolate that. <laughs> you gotta have a bit, Rich. Brad on the chat box saying it's Sonny Corleone, but that is incorrect, I believe. Go ahead, Ryan. It's always Sonny it Corleone. Okay. Incorrect, Trump. All the women flirted with me, consciously or unconsciously. That's to be expected. I think that's Trump. Uh, you know, ah, fuck. Uh, let me go the other way because I said Devito last time. I'll go Devito. Okay, Tommy. I'm gonna go with Trump. Mario. I'll stick with Trump. Rich. Uh, that would be uh, Justin Bieber. <laughs> okay. Keep chewing. It's only one of two. And Brian. I'm going to say uh, the Danny DeVito's character. They, that guy. No, it is Donald Trump. Oh, I knew I should have always. Striking out. I suck at the ring. Always go for your first instinct. Every week I suck at so the ring. So that's Tommy. And what Mario. A, I got and it. Mario. What a nut. What woman wants when, that? When was the last time you saw a Chevrolet in Tokyo? A what? Uh, that's when was the last time you saw a Chevrolet in Tokyo? Ah, gotta, be, gotta be Trump. That's hands down Trump. Mario. I agree. Rich. Rich. Uh, Trump. Brian. I'm going to say Trump. I have no idea. All right, everybody gets it. Yep. Oh. Nice. I was kind of, I thought you were maybe tricking us there. It's such a Trump thing to say. Actually, there's a big black market for Chevrolets in Tokyo. Yeah, well, well, there's a big black market for Toyotas for uh, these ISIS characters, right? I think Toyota should stop making those pickup trucks, and we'll, oh, that'll solve the problem. Or program them to explode. They're in a country the size of Great Britain. Mario, Let's go get them. Mario read one article. One. From the Atlantic. The Atlantic on ISIS, and now he's a fucking expert. He is. I've read several articles now since then. 
I'm ready to fight. How many of these articles have spaghetti sauce all over them? <laughs> I don't eat spaghetti in the garage. Mara's a pasta farian. Mara's got a colander on his head, but it's filled with spaghetti. That's what we use to direct. All right, what do you got, right? Weisenberg is saying that's Lemmy. Did Lemmy say that? <laughs> Nobody's eating any babies. Wow. No, nobody's eating any babies. <laughs> no one, nobody is eating any babies. All right, I'll go with the uh, DeVito's character from the show. Tommy? Yeah, Frank, same, Reynolds. Frank Reynolds. Same. Mario? Before I answer, stop going to John first because he's influencing all my answers. I go with Reynolds. Uh, Rich? Chewy? Uh, Reynolds? And Brian. It sounds sort of, I'm going to say Reynolds. It can't be real. All right. The correct answer is Reynolds. All right. We all got a point. There you go. John, everybody? everybody? Nobody everybody. said Trump? John. And we're right. Everybody got it right. All right. Start with fucking Mario next. I don't give a crap. He can influence my answer. You should go round robin. That's all I'm saying. A we got to go. A, cer <laughs> a certificate of live birth is not the same thing by any stretch of the imagination as a birth certificate. That's right, Donald Trump. Trump. Mario. Yes, Trump. Trump. Stop being influenced by me, Mario. Can't help it. You're Music very off. influential. A Trump. All right, everybody gets that one, too. Nice. Laziness is a trait in the blacks. Oh. I don't think Trump, Reynolds, would say that out loud. Uh, Reynolds, yeah. Yes. I'm going to take a, a leap of faith here and go with Trump's. Oh, come on. It's Reynolds. You think his the, the campaign would be sunk if he well, said that. Who, who no? knows when he said it? He could have said it uh, five years, 20 Ooh, years ago. You're right. Uh, good point. Rich. Red said Reynolds. <laughs> and Brian. I'm laughing at music ah. off spaghetti picture right now in the chat box. <laughs> <laughs> That's Mario as a small child with a on his head. They called me Testa de Cucuzza. I don't even see the chat box, and I know exactly what photo that is. <laughs> the black one. Does that mean sauce head? No, it means head of the giant cucumber. cucumber. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Brian, what do you say? It's the uh, Danny DeVito guy. All right, the correct answer is Donald Trump. Yeah. Oh, no That's why I want way. him as president. Exactly. This is the guy you guys want to vote what? for, America? Fuck off. Wait a second. In what context and what year did he say Doesn't that? Doesn't matter. He might have been talking about Cadillacs. I don't know. No fucking way. And <laughs> people just ignore that? You know? Say the it's quote. the left-wing media say the quote again. making this all sound Tra wrong. Trait is a laziness in the blacks. <laughs> laziness is a trait in the blacks. Fucking Holy asshole. fucking shit. All right. No way. A candidate he was talking for president about a said science that experiment that pitted white no. mice against black mice. I don't mice. believe it for a second. That would be the first thing on every list. i got to look this up after the show. Maybe it's 20 years old. Here's the next one. A woman in politics is like a donkey doing calculus. <laughs> right, okay. Oh, wow. Jesus Christ. Just answer whenever you think. I'm going to go with Trump. All right. What was the question? There's no question. It's a bold statement. Is killing myself an option? <laughs> a woman in politics is like a donkey doing calculus. Tommy Easy. says Trump. I go Reynolds. It's like a mule with a spinning wheel. Chewy. No one knows how he got it, and daggum if you know yeah. what to do it. Anybody else? Uh, Frank Round. Trump. All right. Uh, Trump. I'm going to say Trump. I'll, I'll say Trump. It says politics, Trump. Sir. Right. 
That's correct. A woman in politics is like a donkey doing calculus. Wow. I don't think he was talking about Cal- Cadillacs on that one. Wow. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Because yeah. he's going to ever keep me down. Uh, Rich, you're voting for Trump, right? I'm not discussing politics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. We don't talk politics at the bar. That's right. <laughs> yeah. No discussing politics, baby. <laughs> Uh, I'm voting with Orlick. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna or- voting for Orlick, Orlick Slate. That's straight funny. down the line. That's really funny. <laughs> that's the that's the bad Korea. That's the bad Korea. <laughs> I love it. Trump. <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, Reynolds. <laughs> Anybody else? Reynolds. Reynolds. Trump. John, the John. correct answer is uh, Frank Reynolds. Damn it! Uh, I knew it. I knew I fucked John, that one up. Influence. <laughs> I influenced you. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Uh, he said tr- laziness is a trait in the blacks and got away with it. I bet. Fucking asshole. <laughs> no one's saying anything about that. Oh, here's a good one. What's he he tr- said it to Dennis Rodman on drunk? The Apprentice. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> I bet the, he did. the only kind of people I want counting my money are little short guys that wear yarmulkes every day. Oh, oh my God. This is, th- you know, it's actually tough. I <laughs> know, <laughs> right? Big I Reynolds, picture Reynolds. DeVito delivering that line so well. Right, right, right. <laughs> but you can also see, like, Trump rattling it off of the view. No fucking way, Trump says. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're right. It might be Trump. You guys go first. I want I'm going to say uh, Frank Reynolds. Okay. Trump. Rich says Trump. And I spaced out. What the hell is the quote again? I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, the one Jewish guy spaced out on the Jew question. <laughs> the only kind of people I want counting my money are little short guys that wear yarmulkes every day. You know, that really, I can't believe that's true. It's got to be the Danny DeVito guy. I say Trump. I changed my answer. Okay, so Mario and Rich say Trump. I'm going with music off. I think it's too outrageous. Yeah. Okay, the answer is? Who said Trump? Me. I did. You guys are right. Yeah, Get baby. the fuck out of here. Wow. Wow. Welcome to the new America. Fascist regime. Not happening. I, I might be sinking his campaign right here. Yeah, I, I hope so. I'll be up in John's attic. We'll call out the answer. Should I just read off all the Trump uh, statements? Maybe for the uh, essence of the time. Of the night. But I, you know, we got we to gotta fact check this because I can't believe it. That's outrageous. That's well, this so is a printout, stupid. so I didn't type this. <laughs> right. So wow. That's crazy town, man. Wow. He's playing them. How, how many more you want to do? Listen, I've said that to Chris Two Woody more. on the side. But how much time we have left? Public. Let's do, let's do three more. You want, you want a scoring update? Yeah, let's get a lead. All right, John has three. Tommy has seven. Oh, Mario, Tommy. Mario has five. Brian has four, and Rich has four. Nice. Wow, I'm the loser? And you've been going first influencing <laughs> us. Loser, I'll tell you something. John Hulhan is a loser. Donald Trump. <laughs> All right, three more. You're also lazy. <laughs> That's a trait. It's a trait in my people, the, uh, I don't know, Irish. Two dudes getting married, that doesn't seem very gay. <laughs> Two dudes getting married, that doesn't seem that doesn't seem very gay? Reynolds, I go first. Yeah, I'm with you, Mario. I say Reynolds because he's influencing he's, my answer. Yeah. the word dudes. Ryan, I say Reynolds. Trump. <laughs> uh, Rich Trump. is the only one that's wrong. Ah, uh, oh, you misled us. I like that. It was Frank Reynolds. You know, it really doesn't matter what the media, what the media writes, as long as you've got a young and beautiful piece of ass. D. Schneider, twisted <laughs> sister. I wouldn't be surprised. Donald Trump. 
I think it's Trump, man. That sounds like an apprentice quote. I say Trump. I have to go with Reynolds just to beat Tommy. Yeah. Trump. <laughs> I like Mary how he plays poker in trivia games. <laughs> that was actually Donald Trump. Yeah. Damn it! Ah. So I see you your bullshit, me. and I raise you two more pieces of bullshit. The Brian game will change your life. Two more? Two more. Two more. Two more. Let's get the hell out of you. Yeah, I'm depressed now. I don't think we can I beat got, Tommy. I got my Magnum condoms. <laughs> I got my <laughs> wad of 100s. I'm ready to plow. <laughs> All right. Frank Reynolds. Frank. Wow. Frank Reynolds. <laughs> I got to go with Trump just to beat Tommy. All right. What microphone are you on now? He's not I'm even in one. yelling indiscriminately. Oh, well, that's <laughs> not good for radio. Chewy? Chewy, that's you. <laughs> Reynolds. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say Reynolds. It's Frank, Frank Reynolds. Reynolds. Yeah. yeah. I tell you, Rich, you're great on the air. We should have had you on earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Real personality. Almost as good as Dave. Uh... <laughs> Don't worry, music off. No one's listening. Tommy, you're, you're going to win this, by the way. So. I am? Yeah. Tiny children are not horses. <laughs> <laughs> What's the, like, the, the, the next Trump... Uh, it's so outrageous. Like, hey, I'm going to nuke America. And people are like, all right, cool. Yeah. It's I will blow up the country. It's, Thank you. It's unreal. Vote for me. I will kill you. Uh, no problem. Frank We're Reynolds. In. I'm going to bring back the draft. <laughs> well, that's in a whole other thing. I say Frank Reynolds. Frank Reynolds. What's the quote again? The Chinese Tiny are the only people who should work on the railroad. <laughs> Tiny children. Are not horses. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with the uh, the, the uh, TV writers on that one. Trump to beat Tommy, which I can't do. Trump. It sounds stupid enough to be Trump. The answer is the correct answer is Donald Trump. Fuck! Wow, what oh an asshole! God. Did I win? Can you believe many people are not horses? Piece of shit! Can you believe? <laughs> he might have said it on Saturday Night Live. Who that knows? doesn't even make any sense. It's not offensive because it's nonsense. Right. It's, it's so. <laughs> All right, Tommy Rockstar, you have won the Ryan game. Yeah, baby. To you, Tommy. You. Uh, Jose uh, is in the chat box just saying he wants more Rich on the show. (laughs) You got it, Jose. Thank you, Jose. You're in. We will have Rich on every week from now on. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Tommy Rockstar. Thank you, Rich. Thank you, Mario Asaro. Thank you, Brian Musikoff. Thank you, Dave Hill. Thank you, Patrick Walsh. Thank you, everyone, for calling in and coming in and doing the interviews and uh, being with us here tonight on Live from the Barrage. We appreciate it, and we'll see you next week, everybody. Yeah. Goodbye. Good night, America. Denim and leather brought us all together. (laughs) But it was you that set the spirit free. Good night. Hey, this is Woody High from the band Mighty High. You're listening to Live from the Barrage, the antidote to Elliot Smith, R.E.M., Alex Chilton, the Arctic Monkeys, the latest tape by David Byrne with St. Vincent, the new collaboration of Kim Gordon, Thurston Moore, and Yoko Ono's. You're listening to what you should be doing right now. You should be getting high with your friends. In a garage, listening to ZZ Top, except Anvil, Riot, DOA, the first UK subs tape, 
James Brown. All the good shit. None of the shit that you're getting off the internet for free. Nothing that you're reading about on the internet. Just the shit that your friends play for you in their car or in their garage when you're getting high. But most of all, whatever you do, listen to Live from the Barrage. Don't listen to Yes. Facebook. Yo, Kev. <laughs> See it, catch club. Oh my god. Fucking beef flew in my mouth. Holy shit. Because the light was on. Live from the barrage, brought to you by Stony Brook Farms, Lacto Ovo Eco Friendly Farms. <laughs> 